And we're off. Wait, no. You're off to the races? You know what? I'm tired of you. I'm really fucking tired of you. We you just started. You up for that. I really, uh, it wasn't even like a good joke, though. I felt like it was a brick. No, not really. You just don't, you don't want to accept my creativity, you hater. Your creativity extends no. so far in other aces, but not here and not in comedy. Actually, it can, but and I have it's to not think, that great. no, this is the revelation that people that I actually may care about, so I may actually care about you, I tend to take it easy on y'all, and I actually just fire off on people that I don't like or strangers. So you should actually take that as a compliment. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, the people I care about get it worse. No. No, yeah, the people I care about probably get the Well, no. They get it worse as far as my funnier jokes go to them. The people that I don't care about get it worse as far as I get is more fuck you in those jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll say, I'll say that the there's way more fuck you in the jokes that I give people I don't give a damn about whereas the people I care about I'm probably gonna go hard on you because I know you and so I could probably crack, crack on something I'm not gonna do anything that's like overly sensitive or anything like that but if it's an inside joke or something the only I would know between me and you yeah I'm gonna even crack you on it I might not do it in the most obvious way when people in no business or shit like that but I'm still gonna say it because I'm me and I can do that shit and I can get away with it but with that being said yeah birthday it's your birthday. If I die, hey. carry me inside uh, the Lewis uh, They ask me what I do and who I do it for. Yeah. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. When I die, bury me inside the coach's style. When I die, bury me inside the Lewis style. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. All I want for my birthday. So I call a big booty. Wrist moving, cook, getting to it. I'm in the kitchen. Cams everywhere. Just made a juice. I got bands everywhere. You the really nigga breathing if I hold my breath. Referee, will the whistle. Hold his tag. Extend no clip. Extend no roll. When your girl leave me, she need a house alone. How we kill it going on the chopper? like you're you're dying of heat exhaustion i'm so fucking done with you um i felt like that song was appropriate since it's my sister's birthday weekend first of all i want to say happy birthday oh happy early birthday to my sister casey happy early birthday Casey! one half of the two awkward millenniums and the 2 a.m podcast shouts to the 2 a.m podcast 2 a.m gang but um we will be celebrating her birthday this weekend unfortunately i'm being dragged to two events that i don't feel like going to I don't say uh, it like that. I don't. I really don't. Uh, yeah, it's her 30th birthday. It's a milestone. Although she keeps claiming that it's her 21st birthday. But let's be clear. Nigga, you're not about to sit here and wash away nine years that I had to put up with your punk ass. I said, whatever. She's like, whatever. whatever. I say, no, because I got to all. She said, whatever. Those eight years before I was born, you probably, you probably, like, you was, that was a lame before I got her. I said, no, because you guess what? I mattered for eight years. And mm-hmm. then you showed up. 
And then I knew it was over for me by my your third Christmas. Because somebody better had to come along. No, 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 uh, not better, just different. I'm, di- I'm still, I'm still a number one. Let's be clear, I'm still the greatest. In that's, your delusional mind. You no, are. in reality, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's it. That's just what it is. It's great, and I am great. So, with that being said, let's be clear. I knew by my her third Christmas, that shit was different, because the ratio of gifts just changed one year to like. 80% being hers And I'm like The fuck going on Well I, mean, I don't like this she, shit She's the youngest and I don't give I don't girl. give a fuck I don't give a fuck so, I don't give a fuck to be more spoiled. I don't give a fuck I don't, I don't give a fuck I don't, I don't give a uh, fuck It's okay You you had the lonely child syndrome I, I, I wasn't lonely I was far from lonely Well the only my grandma, child I meant my, the only No child. I mean uh-huh. did It didn't that. last long No cause I was only I mean my brother was there for four years But he didn't care I didn't care about him that much like that at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah so again, you, you felt like only child. <laughs> yeah, you did. Shit, my parents felt like I, I wasn't a kid. <laughs> well, no, because up until like my brother, they could still go hang out and do shit with their friends when I was around. Because when I was a kid, I was always with my grandma or was with my aunt uncle when they was together. Right, that's me. So you were the only kid. My parents, no, it was just I wasn't around my parents. Like They was like, shit, we do Yeah, because they wanted to live their best life. Well, they, they could because everybody took me. Everybody wanted to be around me because I was that great. So yeah, everybody right. grabbed, like, everybody yeah, took me. Didn't want you, I no, 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 no. It's just that everybody else in my family wanted me mm-hmm. and they had to share. And so because of that, they could still go hang out oh, and that, shit. That, that's nice but then when my brother was born, that nigga ain't want to go nowhere. He was the mama's, he was like a, uh, he wanted to stay by my mama. So they couldn't do shit when he was born. So that was four years of them still hang out until my brother was born. They couldn't do shit after that. Mm-hmm. And then once my sister was born, my mom decided she wanted another kid to tell my dad. <laughs> that's how that happened. So. <laughs> Although, although my brother is the only one they actually tried to have. He's the only kid that was planned because they lost a kid before me. Yeah. And they had me. I wasn't planned. My, and they lost a kid before my brother. So they actively tried to have a kid. And that was my brother. And then my sister, like I said, my mom decided she wanted another kid and didn't tell my dad. So. Like, surprise. And the rest is history. And they, have the, they had the KKK. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not the Ku Klux Klan. Like Kenneth, Christopher, and Kenise. Just gonna point that out. Yes. So, that being said, I guess I should intro this fucking podcast. Yeah, you should. I should. Should I? All right. Well, as you guys should know by now, because I'm fucking awesome, as I stated before, <laughs> I'm really not that cocky. Not me. I, mean, I am, but still, he's full of himself. Not really. I'm not. I'm just awesome, and I know it. It's cool. But no, for real though, I am Will K the King. And this is the Down With The King podcast, episode 54. Just like the studio from um, the 70s. Stu- studio. Well, it's Susa Studio, but whatever. Studio I, I changed it the way I wanted to. Whatever. Um, and uh, as you can hear, because you hear that tour, that, that totally annoying-ass voice in Not the background. Not really. It's, it's what the people's You probably favorite. hear. The you probably hear. favorite. You probably hear <laughs> Ashley. K-A-Y. Ashley. K-A-Y. Ashley. K-A-Y. Why are you here? That's, that's what that Y stands for. I'm, no. I'm here for my due diligence. I'm here to be a good Samaritan. Uh, nobody cares. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ashley is here to drive me crazy and give her unwanted opinions about things. As always. Um, you know, we always need to have brief perspective, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Um, we're we're going to stop with color also, one of these days. Uh, not between family. I'm going to still going to be there. Um, oh, speaking of which, no, we'll talk about that later. 
So, I guess we'll get started. Got a quite a few things to go over. It's been a couple weeks, so I figure we catch up. Right, if you. Ah. Uh, so, pressing news. So, I sent Ashley a list of topics because she begged me um, or bugged me, whatever you want to say. Ah, uh, no. I mean, it's definitely just... She definitely bugged me. Not really. Whatever the case may be. Um... So this new t- this topic is going to be a little different because it wasn't on the list and I, it was a, it was an audible I want to call Wap. because over the, over the over the evening Wap. a new song drop a new song and video Wap. and a new term or abbreviation was added to the lexicon of hip hop and no it's and, not and worship and praise well you know I don't know some people you know some preachers going to use that there is going to be a Wap. preacher There's who is going to end his called. sermon this Sunday. Wap. Be like, yo, you know, I got that wop, that worship and praise. And I'm like, you know what? I'm Jesus walking out. Said, I'm going to walk out. <laughs> I am done. The Lord so. wants you to wop. <laughs> so with that being said, wop was uh, dropped last night. Mm-hmm. It is a song, a uh, Cardi B song featuring Meg Thee Stallion. Yes, yes. Um, and for you people who don't want to know, or you do want to know, because um, this podcast is explicit anyways, I don't fucking care. WAP for you, um, for you not in the know and you layman's stands for wet ass pussy. Now I understand that there are some people who are not going to be okay with that terminology, but you know what? You can substitute it with vagina if that's more Fuck scientifically you. appropriate for you. So with that being said, so wow. first of all, the song the song is what it is. Like what I expect. First of all. Meg slid on that shit, but her flow is always dope to me, and she slid the fuck all all over that song. I'm gonna be clear. Um, it was what it what I expected the song it was to be. A, I, I enjoyed the, the video. video was amazing. Yes. Um, on a sidebar, one of the bigger complaints about the video, the only Kylie. complaints about the video, there is a scene Kylie. where Kylie Jenner is in the video, and of course, as we all know, black people do not like the Jenner or Kardashian clan. So seeing Kylie ruined the video for a lot of people who were complaining about it. Yeah, I mean, and I, I ain't just gonna want, lie. At first, I was like, and I just want to make, I want to make this clear. If she's in the video, it's because they asked her to be in the video. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. They wanted her there for reason. She was Meg's best friend. She's like their friend. They wanted her in the fucking video, and then also recently, uh, Cardi came out and she made a status saying. That she wanted to showcase women of all different races and backgrounds, and that's the reason why she held different types of women. Mm-hmm. Um, Normani was in the video. I can't remember who else was in the video, but there was a few other women in the video. So um, even my, my cousin Ro, a few of his uh, dance friends, they were in the video. What? Shout out to Ro and your friends. No, he actually started the video like three days before it came out because <laughs> his friends in it. So where, um, so where did they film it at? I have no idea. No, but he has his friends. Like, they've been dancing for years. So they probably travel all over the world. Nowhere. I have no idea where it was filmed, but so that's that's one thing. So I, just, I understand people don't like the Kardashians, and that's fine. But if she was in the video, they wanted her there. So I, it is what it is. Um, with that being said, the other common thread I've been seeing on mm-hmm. Twitter and social media is mm-hmm. either butt hurt as men. No, wait, no, just butthurt as men. Yeah, yeah. So what I've noticed, and this is a consistent, this is a consistent storyline. Um, the men don't like it when women control their sexuality. They're in full. They, they are. They Let's are, specify oh, the, the toxic fuck boys. Yes. Yeah, no. It's. I don't. Mean, not even. There are because I feel like when we label it just that, it's a majority of. There's a lot of men. Like, because I was talking to my brother today. The reality is this: most men were raised trash. Yeah. 
We were raised I to believe like, trash bullshit. We were raised in ultra, Oprah, um, super ultra, ultra masculine, um, million, um, toxic, toxic, just belief systems in general. We thought we think we run shit because that's what we were taught. And mm-hmm. so a lot of guys don't like it because my thing is this. And then one of the one of the so one of the, one of the statements I saw one of my friends he posted he said I just, I mean I'm old because I just felt like I've seen this shit too much and I think about it if you think about the history of hip hop let's say the history of hip hop and women in hip hop mm-hmm. for maybe the first twenty maybe fifteen years of it we talking maybe from like eighty five eighty four eighty five. Mm-hmm to 96 when Kim came around. Most women didn't talk about sexual stuff. The closest you got to it was fucking shoop and push it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. That's, but it was her. very, it was very, not it wasn't overt. Right. It was very subjective and it's like, if you thought, the if you knew. Was very the word play was very It was word play and shit like that. It was double entendre and shit like that. Similar to like downtown on SUV and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But women talking about their sexuality and music in general was always very, it was very under the radar. It was very double entendre, shit like that. Right. Kim was the first one to come out and overtly talk about, yo, I'm getting these niggas to eat my pussy. Like y'all niggas giving me money, all that shit. And then Foxy and shit like that. So it, was the, it wasn't a common thing. It didn't start to maybe 96, 97 in that era. And it still wasn't a whole bunch of women doing it. You had two or three women that were, over, that were like out there really talking about their sexuality. You had a few more that came out in the 2000s, but you still had a mixture because you still had people like the Brat. You still had people like fucking um, Eve, who did talk about it to some extent, but she still talked about serious shit. She was rough riding. She can, you know, like, she could, but she still talked about serious shit and she could rap. So, I like, mean, Missy kind of hinted Missy at it would talk, there, Missy, a lot of Missy, had an issue a lot Missy. of Missy, so, but because you know why? Because Missy wasn't, you know, she wasn't a person that was half naked. And that was the other thing. There was always this thing about, oh, she always naked, all this shit like that. But my thing is always one, to, it was always a dichotomy to be because if you looked at all the rapper videos, all the women were half naked, but it wasn't a problem. Yep. It was okay for you to have all these video vixens as they became to be called. Bitches, calling them pouring bitches, champagne pouring champagne on them. On them. All that shit was cool. All that shit was like, oh, this nigga, he able to post champagne on bitches. Oh, she and was that's in okay. the, uh, she was in a Snoop Dogg video. Like, oh. that's okay. And it's like, I don't get how it's just different. Like, it, it's treated differently. And so, it's, Through it's the history of a double standard. It's a double standard. In the history of the world, women have always been used as sex objects for the for the reason of enticing men to purchase things, whether it's beer commercials, whether it's um, women oh, being used alcohol. as alcohol of any kind. Underwear. Underwear, uh chili shit. The whole reason you had the fucking um the cow uh, was it uh, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders? Yep. Same thing. The Laker girls, those were all used as an enticement to men to come to the games. Like, these are things that were used for those reasons. Women and their sexuality have always been used by other men as a way to entice other men. Mm-hmm. Music videos, like I said. But whenever women owned their sexuality and said, no, we gonna do this shit, it was a problem. 
Yes, and it's and it's whores. And it's like and they're yeah, they're called whores and they're called they're 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 they're, they're um berated for their quote unquote promiscuity um and all these other things. It's like you niggas is crazy because y'all don't like it when a woman woman is in control is when it boils down to. If a man is in control of putting these Im- that imagery out there, it's okay. But when a woman is doing it, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a consistent thing for years. And so it's always been, it's been, you know, it's always been panned in music. Like, oh, these women are talking about sex and shit like that. And it's like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna give you guys um, just a thought, just a, a see, let you eyes on the secret. Women like sex too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Sex is not just for your pleasure, men. It's just not. Mm-mm. It's not just about you. But the reality is men have always thought sex is about them, which is the reason why they can't make a woman come. But I'm not going to go. That's a whole nother conversation that we don't need to ha- We're going to have. I'm known from experience. It's the reason you niggas can't make you. Like, niggas are so, so selfish in sex in general. And when it comes to sex and how sex is always catered towards them. Mm-hmm. That they don't even know how to make their women That's a have a fucking orgasm. Let's be clear. They're lazy. They don't care. Well, it's, it's and partly care. laziness and also they don't care. Yeah. It's selfishness. So we get music videos like a WAP or like a um, Cardi's Money or Cardi, all the individuals Cardi did or even the Meg video, Savage and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's all these dudes that always say, well, why is she always talking about sex? Why men always talk about sex? Right, but these are also the same. In the nineties, there was a song called "Put It in Your Mouth." Put it in I can mouth. yell it. Fucking in crazy, great song. But guess be clear, that song was a y'all didn't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. She's talking about, and it's always okay if a man is getting a woman to talk about how she much she loves sucking dick. But apparently, when a woman talks about, look, you need to eat my pussy, you know, or you give me this money and all this other shit, and she wants you to cash her out, oh, it's a problem. But mm-hmm. you niggas can talk about throwing in the bag and shit like that, and it's okay. It's the same fucking thing. That's just like earlier I was on Facebook and somebody made this post. No such thing as a side nigga. You just a whore letting two niggas beat. Why? So why, how why, is it? Why? why is it okay for you to fuck? You're not a whore for fucking multiple women. She a whore for fucking two dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand the difference. It's the same fucking thing. You decided you want to step out and do what you want to do and be in these streets. And she said, all right, well, I'm going to do the same fucking thing. Same fucking thing, because guess what? She has the right and the agency over her fucking body to do what the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. It's like the niggas that always care about a woman's body count. None of that shit matter before I get with you. This is if interesting. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about who you fuck before me if you ain't fucking them now. <laughs> one girl said niggas be fucking 16 girls in one week. A guy replied, said, worry about yourself, sweetheart. Then someone else jumped in and said, hey, when they call niggas hoes, then use what we do to justify a home, but don't want to be called hoes. Very confusing. Then the reply back was, y'all don't know me. Don't classify me as no hoe. Like I said, niggas be fucking hella girls in a week. Then the dude said, no, nah, shorty, I was just calling you. I wasn't calling you a hoe. I was saying I hate when females say what you said to justify fucking different niggas. I don't know nothing about your... Coochie, so he spelled it weird. That's why I was like, uh, so I'm not calling you a hoe. But my thing is this. Y'all guys do this shit all the time. Exactly. It's like guys have been, it's been accepted in society that men quote unquote cheat. Is acceptable that men can't be faithful. That is, a, that is literally an expectation is that men are 
for years, for centuries. Look, he ain't meant to be with just one woman. So if he gonna he gonna cheat, he gonna cheat. As long as he don't he don't embarrass you, as long as he don't bring that shit home, you good. No. <laughs> but also, if that's the case, then why the fuck is it a problem when she do it? It's just whole. It it really, really boils down to the whole idea that men view women as a possession. They view women as an accessory to their life and. You, once you my woman I own you it's, it goes back it dates back to when in, in, uh, back in the day when fathers would sell off their daughters for a fucking goat or some shit mm-hmm. like oh you can have my daughter my 14 year old daughter um, for a goat or some like just ridiculous shit but it all displays this whole idea that somehow women have always been property because that shit didn't happen to the boys Exactly, it's never been a thing even now, when you have arranged marriages in different cultures and societies, it's the same thing. It's always, I'm going to give you my daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's used as a bargaining chip. And it's like, no, but it's the same thing. Um, I guess recently, T.I.'s daughter announced she was she had a gender reveal. I don't know if she was having a baby or something. And I guess the look on T.I.'s face was not... <laughs> Apparently it wasn't Because this was the same daughter. He tried to yeah. check the hymen. It wasn't the greatest... At least I think it was the same one. Whatever the case may be. And that that, that like, sucks because it's like, here he is. He he promotes his son to make sure that his son gets all the pussy in the world. But when it comes to the daughter, it's like, you're disappointed. For what? And, it, it's, it's and the then you thing. treat your wife like a damn piece of... Yeah, he treats his daughter like his wife like she... like He talks about her like she his property too. Right. Like she's just a pussy with a head. That's really what it was. That's, that's how he treats her. That's how he talked about her mm. in multiple situations. And unfortunately, that's just, it's a commonality against over-aggressive and these dudes that believe in this bullshit patriarchy where they're, they're the breadwinner or they're this, they're that, they're the quote-unquote. Guys have taken this whole idea of being the quote-unquote head of the household to believe they run shit. And, you, and I own you. This is my house. My, you are my property. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means. That's not what that means. But... As with anything, people have always bastardized what they believe is the, the true interpretation of different religions and, and religious teachings and things like that. So that's nothing new. Um, so it's just... So getting back to WAP, there are people like, yo, I'm tired of seeing these half-naked women or this ownership, or I've seen... Uh, it was, I guess it was some senator or some white person... They said, I, oh I, this, this movie, this video is vile, and I can't believe that. And Madonna's Justify My Love wasn't, or That's the thing. Like even, And even going back to the 80s when Madonna came out, she was paying because she owned her sexuality. People didn't like that shit. They don't like it. You're being overly sexualized, um, and you're, you're owning that shit, and you're in charge of it, and people didn't like that but shit, too. And how MTV would play her video. They hated it. She night. would get banned. Like, it was, <laughs> she was criticized for years. Mm-hmm. Like, people only remember the, the older banana that was like, oh, my God, she's such a chameleon, and she's always been able to evolve as an artist. Like, but you motherfuckers hated her at first. Exactly. Y'all hated her. They hated anything that wasn't white and it, what, what they, they hated anything that wasn't men weren't in charge of. Yeah, that's it. They, they hated anything. They hated anything. If a guy wasn't telling a woman to get naked, it's like, what the fuck? Because my thing is this. Yes, there are instances where men have tried to get women to dress half naked to get attention or to get popularity, and that's fine. We're in an era now 
where women are able to do what the fuck they want. And if she wants to go out there as an MC and spit and just want it to be about her lyrics, it's fine. If she's like, you know what? I like shaking my ass and I'm going to do that. That's fine too. What I also hate is people trying to use what they consider real hip women and fe- uh, female MCs against women like Cardi and Mac. Oh, y'all niggas, y'all could be listening to Rhapsody or fucking Jean Grey, but no, nah, y'all wouldn't listen to these bitches be half naked. I don't know how you can listen to Rhapsody has told you niggas multiple times. I like shaking my ass too. And so, yeah, I could listen to some underground hip hop, but I was also listening to the shit that's going to make me shake my ass real quick too. Yeah, exactly. Like, what it's the fuck? It's about balance. It's about balance. Like, you can listen to what the fuck you want. Jean Grey posted, like, she's like, clearly you niggas ain't listening to my catalog. She said, 97 of my catalog has been about sex, murdering niggas, mm-hmm. murdering niggas worse, um, sex again, love, and fucking. Like, it's a, it's, y'all it's niggas a ain't clearly listening to my catalog. Y'all just have this whole thing about I'm supposedly a female MC and y'all supposed to recognize as a female MC. So all of a sudden, y'all want to try to use me against these other women. And that's what guys do. Guys always want to use yeah, other women. they're threatened. They're, they're, they're threatened. Their power is being Why won't you be about this woman? But it's funny because... They'll use somebody like a, a Rhapsody or a Jean Grey or uh, uh, somebody that they consider a quote-unquote real female MC against these women who are quote-unquote over-sexualized, like a Cardi or a Meg. Mm-hmm. But in the street, who are you going to approach? A Meg or a Cardi. Exactly. So you can't act like that because you can't say you want that balance in your music, but exactly. you don't want that balance in your life. Because let's be clear, whether, whether it's a Meg, a Cardi... A Rhapsody, a Jean Grey, or whoever. Just because a, a, a Rhapsody don't don't oversexualize herself in the mid, uh, in her music, don't mean she don't put it down in the bedroom. I'm just saying you don't know that. Right. It's that whole idea of a uh, a, a woman in the streets and a freak in the sheets type of thing. Mm-hmm. You don't know what she do. You just assuming. It's, it's like dudes are stupid. Let's just be clear. That's kind of like I saw an argument earlier um, with. I guess that'll be later in the subject of being about Beyonce and how people are like, well, I guess y'all don't forgot Erica Badu was the originator and all of a sudden Beyonce is y'all teacher. She don't know shit. Erica Badu about this life and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like... And people were arguing back and forth saying like that it, it's stupid because it's a, du- it's a different generation versus a different generation. But of course, people are always going to find something to complain about. Because they feel like, oh, well, Beyonce wasn't always for the black people. It wasn't until people were making fun of her daughter's hair before she decided to turn woke. And when she got with Jay-Z and uh, then they started going with the whole Illuminati conspiracy theories. You know, that's the stuff that you love. Of course not. He doesn't like that stuff. But, um, yeah. So I guess we can... Since you brought it up, I guess we can go to it. All right. Well, yeah. The black. I I actually have not gotten a chance to see it yet because I don't have Disney Plus. So, so here's my thing. My so kind of uh, piggybacking off of what you stated. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If you had black people have praised Colin Kaepernick for the stance he took, right? Mm-hmm. My best friend Ralph hates Colin Kaepernick. 
but he partly hates Colin Kaepernick because he played for the San Francisco Niners. That's first of all. Yeah. And he hates anybody who's an Oakland fan hates the Niners. That's just what it is. It's what it is, is what it is, and that's fine. <laughs> However, the other reason when this whole Colin Kaepernick thing first happened, he would constantly post about how this is all bullshit and all this other stuff. And his reasoning for it was, and this also one of the coaches in the NFL or former coaches in the NFL kind of saying something similar. He doesn't believe Colin really about that life because Colin was a womanizer at one point. He was he was just out in the streets fucking women and all this other shit in, in, in the Bay Area. So, but but my thing is this. What they got to do with shit? That's what I was about to say. People like, evolve. People evolve. People grow. They get more information. Also, he was a young nigga in the fucking Bay Area with millions of dollars. So, yeah, that's probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's right or anything, but if he out doing his thing and he wasn't in a committed relationship, I ain't going to be mad at what you do, what you do. Right. What that got to do with him saying, you know what? I see that my people are getting killed it, in these streets by cops, and I have a problem with it, and I'm going to call it out. Your past don't mean a shit to me, because guess what? If that was the case, you can't then, call, you can't then quote Malcolm X to me. Because mm-hmm. Malcolm like, X was, he was Detroit Red. He was a fucking pimp. He was all kind of shit. Martin Before Luther King he, had affairs like, with his saying, wife, like, Y'all can't sit here and try to champion what y'all say y'all think is right or what's wrong with a person's past when it fits your narrative, when the people that y'all hold up as these altruistic beacons of what's right in the right. world, what was what the right ideals were also fucked up people. Because guess what? Humans are not all one thing. We all have things that we probably did in our past or in our present that probably ain't the best thing, but you know what? It doesn't mean that's all you are. No one part, no one, nobody is all one thing. Everybody has different facets of their and personality. That's what, honestly, people forget about celebrities because they think that once you become a celebrity, you're not a human being. You're you not. Yes, you're not the common folk. Jay Z, I've been a Jay Z fan since y'all niggas before you niggas probably knew who Jay Z was. And let's be clear, Jay wasn't all that is that nigga. Like he wasn't. Yes. They, the whole ownership thing, that was they were forced into that because nobody would sign him. Mm-hmm. But he was always about, you know, he was talking about hustling and shit like that. And yes, he had like sprinklings of some of that shit. But as you get older and you start to realize what you could do and you put yourself in certain positions and things like that and start looking at how your people look. And yes, you're, you're, you start to change and you start to course correct. And say, okay, look, this is what I need to be on. This is the shit I'm trying to focus on building, building these things up. He's about to build a school in New York and shit uh, for art, mm-hmm. um, um, for a creative arts school. Like those are the things you start to grow into those things. That's not you may not necessarily have that mindset at the beginning, but there's a lot of things he didn't foresee. He only planned on making one album. Deborah, I mean, um, fucking uh, Reasonable doubt. was supposed to be his only album. What? That was he. He planned on retiring for that. He didn't plan on making one album. Wow. He planned on making one know. album. And that was it. He was going to retire. That was his original plan, which is the whole reason he introduced Memphis Bleak on that album because his plan was to pass it off to him and let him go. That was always his plan. He was never planning on making a having a a fucking 20 plus year career. None of that shit. That was never his plan. Interesting. He made that album for his friends because he was like, look, this is the shit we do. And this album was made for my friends. Like that wasn't it wasn't. I didn't expect he wasn't planning on being this this historic artist, none of that shit. That was never his plan. So 
you evolve as you grow and you go through this life and, and you still you start to see things and you start to make different decisions. So with that being said, I watched Black is King. So the first thing about Black is King is that when people first saw Black is King, people criticized, when they, started, they saw the first quarter preview, there was a bunch of people criticizing, oh, she's, she's perpetuate, she's, uh, you know, she's, uh, what is that, what is that word I'm looking for? Um, appropriating uh, African culture, blah, blah, blah. They didn't even know what it was. They had no idea what it was. They just saw the preview and said, oh my God. Then you find out and even then, when I watched it, uh, I still didn't notice at the time. Well, because she uh, she did an interview with Entertainment um, with uh, Today, the Day Show, I think it was, and she said this basically was a labor of love that started. First of all, she kind of flexed on people because she's like, part of this shit was filmed in my backyard. Hmm. And when you see Are you the serious? part, the part that was filmed in their backyard, I'm like, oh y'all, fuck y'all. <laughs> um, wow. Oh, baller man. ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can tell the part that was filmed in the backyard. Um. But so she talks about how this was her reimagining of the Lion King. Yes, I remember hearing about. So that. what happened was, and her mo- her mom was recently on a uh, did an interview <laughs> where she she said where it came from. So the ori- people that know know that the original Lion King story was from an African proverb, mm-hmm. right? Beyonce didn't know that. Like she hadn't like had the history of the shit, but she was learning this as they were. As she was doing Nala for the movie for the the live action version. She was g- getting this information. She had learned this, and the the, the story was what it was. Cause it was an animated thing, but she was like, nobody's ever done a live action version. But then she also, um, she was talking to her one of the writers when she was doing the soundtrack, and they were telling how there was an artist, a black artist who had wrote a lot of the songs for the original Lion King movie mm-hmm. with Disney and they got money but they didn't get none of the royalties or none of that shit off that. They got some money up front but that was it. And Beyonce was pissed. She was kind of upset. She was really upset about it and so she was like, Mom, I'm going to do this shit right. I'm going to do this, tell it with African people, tell the story the way it was supposed to based on, because the original story was based, was around African king who got killed by his brother and his son comes back to claim the throne. Mm-hmm. Basically, so they wanted, she wanted to tell the story right. You're like, I'm going to tell, I'm going right. to use my music because that's what I do, but I'm going to tell the story the way it was intended and I'm going to use the imagery from, that was, that fits it because it was an African proverb. Mm-hmm. And so that was the inspiration from it. Also, when she found out that artists didn't get credit, she's like, oh no, that's not going to happen. We're going to make sure that the I feature African artists they're going to get credit for this shit. This is going to be about them. Right. That was her whole reason for doing it. And niggas wanted to criticize her for, quote unquote, what their, their assertion was bastardizing African culture. And I'm and like... The light skin privilege. Um, do you see all the African people that she put... She put a lot of people y'all probably wouldn't have heard on. Mm-hmm. So you tell them, basically you tell them all those African artists, fuck you. Yep. Fuck the fact that you got this look from Beyonce. Mm-hmm. No, because we don't like the fact that Beyonce. So you think that she bastardized their careers? Those are African people from Africa who probably would never get that look without her. Yep. Like people just want to criticize some shit. And it's like, look, I understand you people don't like Beyonce. You, and it's like, it's always going to be that segment of the population. They're going to look for whatever reason. But you got to respect what she like, does. Like they're going to, yeah, but it's always going to be that segment. 
because they want to be the contrarians. Look, I'm not a Beyonce fan like that. Yeah, me neither. But I respect I res- Look, you can't tell me she's not one of the greatest performers of all time. I don't give a damn what the fuck you think. You can't tell me she's not. Have you seen her fucking shows? Right. If Did you, you even if watch you saw her? that whole coming shit, yes, you from can't, Netflix. That shit's ridiculous. The, the fucking diet she had to do, in but order just to the get whole the, 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 the you. She had hundreds of people on stage. Yes. All in fucking HBCUs. sync. All in fucking sync. All, all like that shit's hard, and they had to do that performance twice, and it she was the exact same thing basically. Yeah. That's not easy. Not at all. People and don't understand they, the they, amount they, of work. They rehearsed this for like months. The it amount wasn't of just a... work that it takes for her to do this shit and to pull it off is hard. And nobody, you have to respect that shit. I guess my my thing is, is what do black people want? I won't say all black people, but the, the black people that always like to criticize and bitch and moan every time a black person accomplishes something. Because it, it seems like okay, there's this whole slave mentality thing, and that's kind of what I was arguing with Ricky that one time on that one post. Because it it does seem like it it doesn't matter what black people do. It's like, do you either want black people to succeed or do you want them to be stuck in this poor man's mentality? I feel like black people, there's there's a segment of the population who have this whole expectation of how they want representation to look. Mm-hmm. And my question is, do you want representation or do you want rep- you want not? Because my thing is this. Everybody doesn't have to represent the same way. So No Name, who we've talked about before, mm-hmm. she came out and criticized... Well, let me see what No Name oh, oh, Lord. Yeah, she did. What is her issue? She got crazy. Like, first she- it was J. Cole, then it was... Uh, was it Talib after that? Well, no, we're... We don't we're, we're get into Talib because he's a, he's a whole... Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah. I've, I've. So this is what she said. We love an African aesthetic draped in, cap- draped in capitalism. Hope you remember the black folks on the continent whose daily lives are impacted by U.S. imperialism. If we can uplift the imagery, I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it. Black liberation is a global struggle. So here's my thing. What the fuck you want to do? Save a whole continent? They don't even, half of these people don't even know that Africa is a continent. Like, well, my thing is this: she's putting those people out there and having them represent their culture. It's not like she got a bunch of white people up there and said, "Yo, y'all gonna be re- African." Right. She actually got African artists and African people to do this video because it was representing an African story. So if she had got a bunch of Americans, would you have been okay with that? No, because they would have bitched about that too. <laughs> so what do you want that. her to do? What do you want her to fucking do? That can never be satisfied. Do you want, like, how do you, you want her to save the whole fucking continent of Africa? Is that what you want her to do? Is she supposed to get more her, like, they, what do you, that, like, that's, they, they, they expect Queen Beyonce to do all that. It's like yep. whenever we try to do some shit, we try to connect to our culture, or try to connect, oh, you're not doing it the right way. Well, what the fuck is the right way? That's just like, okay, so prime example. I know, have you seen the, the first trailer cut to uh, Judas and I was weird. I was going to, I was going to transition to that too. Because people were criticizing the fact that there's a, a British a, or a British a, not American so actor. So people in my comedy group, we were about to drag this one chick because one of the guys posted and Whoever this chick is, and Ina, and I don't know, but she said, I hate to be fictitious, but I'd rather not have a UK actor depict us. But other than that, I'm ready to see it. And is he black? 
And that's what my friend said. He said, but he black. And she said, mm-hmm. So, of course, she coming back, and she was like, uh, you don't want UK black actors to play black people? Is it because he's from the UK? I mean, he's still black. I'm confused. And she never responded back because she probably knew that that was what, what black people need to understand is this. So... When, when does it make sense for y'all? So, for example, we was all rooting for John Boyega, Boyega when mm-hmm. he was out there in the streets protesting for yep, us. We but got guess you, what? We got you, John. Yep. But only when you playing British people? Right. You can't black... You play, no, that was Star Wars. Yeah, we got you. Because y'all, Wars, y'all can't... Yeah. No, you can go do that shit that white people like, but when you got to play a black person, you got to be from the America if they American? Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. It, what the is he a black actor? Yes, he is. But to them, is he bl- oppression for black people? Does not is not just extend to the U.S. Let's was, be clear. That was a, a point my friend brought up in the chat earlier. He said that they're racist in England too. They're so. just as racist over there as they here are here. They may do it with a much a nicer accent. Yeah, but they still racist. You you bloody jigaboo. Like you know. let's be clear. They're still racist. Like <laughs> racism is a is a worldwide thing. It's not just so you in the can't United say, States, "Oh, I don't want this black." Is he a good actor? Is he gonna play the role right? And is he black? No, but he's from the UK. What, my, I can't. Are you black? I don't. Can you play this fucking role? Do you understand the story? That's the only requirement I have. That's it. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Because my thing is this. Do you want fucking, um, what's his name, to play Black Panther? Why am I drawing the blank? Ryan Gosling? No. What? No, I thought you were going to name a white actor. No, I said who played Black Panther. Oh, um, um, now I'm drawing the blank. Damn it, uh, Chadwick Boseman. He played every black American he uh, history. He played James Brown, Jackie Robinson. Like, he, uh, play, he was playing a lot of black people for a long time there. Yeah. We can't pick it for all of them. Mm-mm. What are the, um... Keith is in there. Who else they gonna get? Right, and that's that good. They've worked with Coogler, and that's the thing. Like, like Ryan Coogler is producing it. What people don't understand is that, because in the industry, as an actress, I've I've worked with there are certain directors I've worked with multiple times because you build a relationship with them. Not only do you build a relationship with them, but they trust you and they know your strengths and your weaknesses, and they know that you're capable to deliver. So of course they're gonna go with somebody that they know they can trust can put on this performance versus somebody who they've never worked with. And it's a possibility that they could fuck up a project because people don't understand there is time and money that's invested in projects like this. This isn't just, oh yeah, let's just do this for shits and giggles. You know, so yeah, that happens. Just like when you see like, you know, people in other things, like I guess like with sports, like you sometimes see like certain athletes travel with the same coach and stuff like that, you know. It's just, yeah, because if you think about Michael B. Jordan, he's worked with Cougar plenty of times after they did Fruitfield yeah. Station. They've done multiple films together. And I mean, especially because it, it's not as easy as people think. Like in in acting, like it, it it it's very scarce to get jobs. It's not what you think, where you could just roll out of bed and oh yeah, I booked the road da, 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 because again. It's, it's like 10,000 other people competing for the same job. And honestly, networking in favor does help you get over the hump to get the job. So, but even beyond that, yeah. at the end of the day, a black man, 
I don't give a fuck where the fuck you're from. Yeah. A black man is playing a black character. And you motherfuckers are mad because he don't have the same accent as you. Because he's from the UK. Shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. Just because you niggas don't never leave and go nowhere and travel nowhere and no shit about yep. what goes on in other countries. Yep, because all they care about is loving hip hop. Shut the fuck up. Like, you just, you sound stupid. Like, Very you sound stupid. fucking stupid because y'all, it's like, as a, look, this is the reason why, like, black people are frustrated and I love my people, but y'all get frustrated because y'all always want to move the goalposts for what y'all, what y'all want representation to be. What's your expectation of what, what we want it to be? It's like, it's always this whole, like I said, y'all want Beyonce to say the whole concert in Africa when she's trying to bring attention to the culture, the, the artists and all these things, the imagery, and also the real story of that fuck, of Lion King. And y'all, and y'all mad because y'all didn't like it because it was Beyonce. If Erica had done the same thing, y'all been okay with it. Mm-hmm. But because it was Beyonce, yep. y'all got a problem with it. Shut oh, the fuck up. Oh, because they... If- Beyonce wasn't always about that life. It was it, Erica. Right. Erica's been like this since she came on the scene. So, like just it's so why? Because she wore a fucking head wrap. Yep. Because last it's, I checked, she was talking about relationship shit. She was her all her songs wasn't about Africa this, Africa that. She wore fucking African garb and headbands and shit and talked about called Tyrone. Yep, but people y'all niggas is because she was talking about incense and shit. Yep. All of a sudden, now she down for the culture more than me. Y'all niggas make me sick. That's because people and they they only pay attention to to stuff that they see physically. They don't understand a bigger. Also, we got and actually that actually takes me to my next thing because it gets to my whole thing about what people's perception of people are mm-hmm. based on how they dress, the content of their music, yep. or things like that. So speaking of that, so we had talked about the Talib situation before. Mm-hmm. Update. So. It came out so, of course. So me and Ricky talked about this on the last the last time he was me and him together. And so what happened was, and so the original I'm gonna go back to the original premise. Somebody posted uh, uh, me a uh, 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 Twitter and they, they had a bunch of rappers' names, mm-hmm. and a girl retweeted and said, and most of these guys probably have light skinned wives. That was it. That was her tweet. My argument was Ricky was why she kind of singled them out, but it like I feel like you could just say that without calling them out because you don't know who their wives are. But whatever, that was right. my only thing. At the same time, she didn't mention Talia by name, and he committed he commenced to go on a two to three week tirade, responding and harassing her on Twitter, to the point where his account was finally suspended. Mm-hmm. What we also come to find out that we probably wouldn't have found out before. Is that him and his wife been separated for years? Mm. Also, mm. apparently he had he had a he had a baby and, and uh, baby on the side. Ah. and also he get, found out that he apparently uh, cheated on her with Sarah J, the porn star. Oh. so it was a bunch of shit that came out. Kind of his te- Twitter account got suspended, and now it's been permanently suspended as of yesterday. So he's been on Instagram. He started saying shit on Instagram for a minute there. At, at, like Tyler, it's not that serious. Because my thing is this. Look, I don't give a fuck what the fuck. Like you can you can get make your point, but let that shit go. There is nobody, there is nothing a person can say to me or about me that is going to make me respond and harass you or even talk to you for two to three weeks straight. Oh, tell that to Curtis Jackson. In real life. Tell that to Curtis. Yeah, but he does it in waves. He switches around. He's just, the, but the beef with him and Jaws is different. It's a different. We're beef. not, no, but I'm talking about like the 
my issue with him is like with his son and well, like that's because a he's a he's a he's a child, and that's why I don't like Fifty Cent. But that's neither here nor there. Also, his his character was always in question. My thing is with Talib, and also when you get into the idea of conscious quote unquote conscious rappers, mm-hmm. is that there has always been this quote unquote assumption that they're quote unquote conscious rappers, so they're they're in touch with their they're more in tune with their culture. They're more they are a better representation of black people. They're not womanizers, all this shit. Yeah. Let's be clear. You niggas clearly never listen to their music. Cause I don't care for all the um come closest that are made by common. Miss Big You also Big hear Big the goals, all the other songs that are talking about sex and fucking yep. and taking your woman or Taleb and or, or even um Most Deaf. Most Deaf. Like these niggas still talked about or fucking even the roots coming to break you off. Nigga, I was taking talking about taking your woman and fucking her. Yep. Like these songs Watch happen. the video. These niggas don't seem to understand that yes, you can be a, a being in touch with a black people doesn't mean you aren't a man, first of all. And guess what? A lot of men are trash. Yeah. So yes, you can be a quote unquote conscious artist and still be a trash human being or still be a womanizer. I know. You can still you. be a whore. I know. You can be all of these things. That shit is not. It's just like in the local community. There are a lot of quote unquote poets who are quote unquote very well spoken and very intelligent and people who are trash and human beings. As we in our local community, you keep finding out about these local artists and actors and musicians who are trash who have been accused of sexual assault and all kinds of shit because mm-hmm. he come to find out these people are trash people. Yep. I don't give a fuck who you are and how talented you are. You can still be a talent, and we hold these people to this whole standard. And so what happened was the girl who it just all started with. She ended up talking to Jaguar White. No, uh, um, it was a journalist to talk to. Her. I can't remember who it was, but Jaguar I White. I've heard from her since the early 2000s. Right, the most people remember her from Jay Z's Unplug because she killed it. Yeah, but she was also doing a lot of stuff back then. She was even touring. She did some concerts, things like that. Mm-hmm. So she came out. and She was talking about different situations where she her was either mess. Her and Common were apparently Common trying to mess with her when she was asleep. So she assaulted her in her sleep or some shit like that. Talked about Tyler. Like talked about like she talked about a lot of shit. And all it brought out is that y'all need to understand that just because they supposedly conscious rappers or whatever the case may be, and they love they talk about Africa and shit, don't mean that they ain't fucking trash. They're still fucking trash. Mm-hmm. You can still be trash. Also, Common been a hoe. Now I don't know about the whole sexual assault thing, but let's be clear. Common's a hoe. Yeah, he is. Common been a hoe. He was with Erica. Common's been a hoe. He was with... Wait, did him and Serena really hook up? Yeah, that was an off okay. and on thing. That was the reason him and Drake was beefing for a minute there. Oh, yeah, you're right. I the whole Canada dry line. Like, that shit was good. <laughs> um, and then, well, now his latest is Tiffany he, Haddish. But he was also with Angela Rye for a minute there. Uh, Before, him and... Didn't him and Solage have a brief? I think so, yeah. That yeah. Was, like, he's... Common's gotten around. Yeah. Oh, like, that's my thing. And, and celebrity in general. Men need to understand something. And this is also kind of bouncing off our earlier topic about women owning and sexuality and shit like that. And also, it goes back to the whole Kardashian thing. Because one thing I do have an issue with when people talk about the Kardashians is they call them hoes. And I want to think, well, what, why? Because they were in relationship with different men? The only difference is y'all knew about them. Women don't always, women, women date different guys. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Y'all just know about it because they're famous. I guess their issue, too, is they feel like they ruin the men that come and go. They, you can't ruin nobody unless you don't let you do that shit. Lamar Odom had a drug problem before he got with her. Mm-hmm. 
He's had that problem since he was a kid. He had a hard life growing up. So if anything, the spotlight of being in that situation probably affected him. But you chose to do that by being with that person. And they blame, you still have a they choice. They blame Caitlyn gender sex change on Chris. He is always questionable. Let's be clear. That anybody that saw Bruce, knew Drew Bruce Jenner, Bruce Jenner when he was an athlete, everybody knew. Everybody knew that. That wasn't that wasn't a question. Let's be clear. Um, but it's just like you're blaming women for the choice of men or the, the decision making of men. Yep. There are people that blame Kim for um, Kanye being crazy. Kanye was crazy before that happened. Oh yeah. The and whole really it was when his mom passed. His mom passed, and he lo- he never dealt with that trauma, and he. Lost his mommy. He never know how to deal with the shit. And, what people- and look, uh, my thing is this. I lost my mother. Everybody deals with that shit differently. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a spotlight, in the, in the constant spotlight, you don't get a break. You don't get a breather from that shit to really say, you know, let me just go away. Because you have expectations from different people. You got the label pulling at and you. And that usually causes, like, that can offset, like, post-traumatic syndrome or even, like, bipolar. Because bipolar can, like, develop out of, like, really serious traumatic events like that, too. But people don't understand. But people don't, and it's fine. But my thing is this. Somebody like a Nick Cannon, a Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon, a Common, um, a Bow Wow. Um, um, who else? Joe Button. Oh, God, him. Um, what I mean is these guys who have had a track record of dating who would most guys would be would consider very attractive women. It's not they're not viewed as a certain they're they're viewed differently than if a woman Oh, dates don't even get me started multiple, with CBJ and Peter Gunn. Uh, yeah, like, them too. Like they're they're like these guys are like granted people uh, la- largely think Stevie J and Peter Gunn are trash, but mostly trash because of the shit the way they do it. But they it. still also blame the but women they that still, are involved. But they still that and, and, yeah, and it's like because notice, like, with the whole Faith Evans incident, like, the most recent incident where she got arrested for domestic dispute was... First of all, Faith and told you, nigga, she ain't about that. She'll fuck you up. Yes. She's made that clear to niggas. Most uh, she did that with Biggie. Like, she Faith is like from that. Jersey. She don't play that bullshit. Uh, but, no, people were dragging her more than Stevie J because they like, oh, well, that's her fault. She should have known what kind of nigga Stevie J was. And, but she's uh, known she you, nigga, but you gotta understand something. She's known Stevie J longer than you niggas have. Exactly. She's known that nigga longer than y'all have. And she know him better than y'all. Y'all know that nigga from TV. And it goes back to that theory is it doesn't matter what men or... It, women are always at fault for everything. For when we do shit wrong and when you men do shit wrong. You blame us for that. Yeah, women are always going to be blamed for somehow the behavior of men who have complete... Who have been in control of their their lives and their agency for years, but somehow it's always women's fault when they, when they do stupid shit. It's crazy to me. But it's like... As men were viewed, oh, oh, shit. Like, it was guys butthurt. When you see the picture um, that came out um, that Lenny Kravitz posted of him and Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And, Since we shared it. I was like, right. yeah, so, Lisa Bonet was the ghost. Right. But there are guys that were upset about that shit. Of course. And I'm like, y'all niggas applaud when niggas got, they got, they they roster is like, oh, shit. Oh, future nigga. and his 15 oh, baby mamas. Oh, nigga. Oh, shit. Shit, Wayne. Wayne what? Wayne had Lauren London, Lauren Nivea. London, Nivea, um, fucking with Trina at one point. Yeah, yep. Choi. Like Wayne roster is pretty like, but niggas love talking about oh shit, 
That nigga, his roster is A1. Yeah, he had but the bomb. But when mm-hmm. women want to give credit to a woman who had, I mean, who had two niggas, is like, a lot of women want. Y'all got a problem with it. Because, again, niggas don't like when women do shit that they do. Because women, in their eyes, are supposed to be pure and and, and chest. And, women and don't supposed to have any control. Yeah. And, and women she, not supposed she's to supposed own. to obey. They're men. not supposed to brag about the fact that, yo... I had them niggas. So because what? all she is is that's all, that's their what, property. That's what men the, are supposed the to do. The trophy, the it's sex that toy. bullshit. Like, dudes yeah. kill me. Fuck you, niggas. So. So Damn. getting more into. Oh, I also want to give a shout out to Meg in general, Meg Stallion in general, because after everything that happened with the shit, with the shooting and everything, mm-hmm. she's come back with, like, she's come back with some great moments because. It was announced the other day that she's the new face of Revline. Yep. Um, and, and she does her own makeup, too, which is awesome. And she also, and then, of course, the WAP video just dropped. So she's still, I, I like to see that no, this shit didn't affect her getting her bag. Mm-hmm. And her getting, um, you know, getting deals and it didn't affect any of that shit. I'm glad because, you know, with women, if something happened to a woman, even if it wasn't their fault, somehow people will take, uh, will use that shit to t- try to push it away. So I'm glad to see that. And shout that. out to her too for fighting for her rights with the whole 360 deal and like winning that. I don't know anything about that. I mean, I knew what she was dealing with is Carl Crawford, but I don't know what the outcome was. But I think she did end up winning. Well, I, I don't did. know. I didn't see, but I, but I will say this: just in general, I like to see people coming up. I'm, I'm still also you niggas. You uh, men dudes kill me. Yeah. Getting back to the whole Tori and Meg situation, which we still don't know everything that happened. Oh, God. All we know is that she got shot. Fuck However, Tori Lanez. Right. Midget. What my issue is, is that niggas always want to have so much more information before they cancel niggas. But when a woman do some shit, oh, we got to cancel her. Or yeah. we, but it's always, oh, yeah. we, need, we need more information. I need to know more. Yep. That's why it took them so long to cancel R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. Because- we need to know more. Yep. I don't believe them. We need to know more. But this woman end up shot. It's like, she oh, shit. Died. Oh, shit. She must have done something. She must have. What did she well, do? Well, you know, she taller than what him. She do? Amazon. What she do? She, she probably, probably hit the he probably, He probably felt threatened. What? I am sorry, and I will say this again. <laughs> I don't give a fuck <laughs> what the fuck happened. Oh, Lord. You I don't do not pull a gun out I don't and shoot a, a fuck. woman. There is nothing you're going to ever say to me is going to justify you pulling a gun on a woman. And Not yes, you niggas, and yes, you Not niggas, and I yes, you niggas can sit here and talk about Harlem Nights. That was a fucking movie and it was a comedy. Yep. <laughs> also, that shit wasn't appropriate either. No. But guess what? You shot my pinky toe. The movie also took place in like the fucking 30s. 30s, and 40s. where of course shit men was totally different. Where yeah, women were seen as objects. But you niggas killed me. I hate you niggas. And fuck Tory Lanez. Yes, fuck Tory Lanez. The midget. Your music um, is trash. So we had talked about the fragile, the fragility of uh, the male ego. Mm-hmm. So did you see my post the other day? Uh, reiterate it to me. All right. So there's a picture that was floating around. My friend, one of my friends, had shared it, and it was a picture of a, a black man and his little daughter. Mm-hmm. Daughter couldn't be more like two, like three or four years old. And his daughter has on a tutu, and he has on a tutu too. Mm-hmm. Now, he has on, like, shorts, and he has on Jordans, too. Oh, okay, I'm on it and, now. Right. I've actually saw this video. You, yeah, or, right. Yeah. Picture, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, 
there were niggas like, oh, shit, that shit's suspect, or, oh, shit, that shit's not cool, or I would never do that. And it's like, nigga, that's for your daughter. And he's like, I got daughters. I don't know why I got to do that. That shit, he must be suspect, oh, D-Wade-ass nigga. First oh. of all. Yeah, I, I, one of them niggas said that. Oh. And I'm going to point out one more time. You insecure bitches. So here's my thing. My father, anybody that knows my father, niggas was scared of my father growing up. Our friends were terrified of my father. Um, my, my mom's friends and family were terrified of my father at one point when they first started dating because he just, my father always had just, just a poker face. Like, he go like he would fuck you up. Mm-hmm. The one time, I, one of the times I got suspended from school and I got suspended from playing breaks in the fucking lunchroom. <laughs> We sitting in the counselor's office, and I'm sitting there talking to my friend. And Dexter got no. I feel a giant hand on the back of my head. It's my dad. From that moment on, my friends were terrified of my dad. They thought this nigga was gonna kill me. <laughs> Anytime we were outside in our neighborhood, our neighborhood friends thought my dad was like the scariest Candy person man. on the earth. Yeah, if the if he called us in the house for any reason, oh shit. He's calling, he's calling me and take the garbage out. What the fuck wrong with y'all, nigga? <laughs> they thought we was about to die. Everybody was scared of my dad. My dad is a, like, if you talk about the epitome of what you think a, a masculine man or whatever is, that's my father. Mm-hmm. With that being said, when it came to his fucking daughter, well, fuck all that. I don't care if she wanted to play a fucking shit at a tea party. My sister had a little tea party set. You know what you walk in to see? My dad sitting on the little ass chairs yep. with my sister having that fucking tea party. I had or those she, moments with my dad. she had her doll house, guess who was playing with her? My fucking dad. My mom, at one point, she used to make dresses for my sister. My mom was trying to make one of him one of the dresses, and my sister had her dress, and my mom's dress, my mom my sister's dresses matched. Who do you think put the dress on so my mom can hit it? My fucking father. Like, my dad didn't fucking care. That's for his fucking daughter. Yep. You niggas who are so fucking... Worried about what's quote unquote suspect or what's this? You niggas are the ones that suspect, as far as I'm concerned, because y'all so worried about somebody else's quote unquote sexuality. This nigga, do you see the smile on that little girl's face in that picture? Right. That little girl is having the time of her life. Guess what? Because her father is is being a father to her, and he said, "You know what? Damn that. This is my daughter." It don't matter what the fuck she want me to dress up as. She's my fucking daughter. And honestly, a lot of those men that say that, they probably didn't have the same type of love and affection but from their parents. It's also that example of what they think a man is supposed to be. And they think a man is not supposed to... And I said, and even the dudes that said they have daughters, like, I have nieces, I said, that's not the same. It's not the fucking same. Even then, look... If my niece wants me to play with her and her fucking dolls and so fucking beat, I'll do this shit. Right. I don't fucking care. Tea party. Voice and all, like no, nigga. Because guess what? That's for her. Mm-hmm. I'm there for her. You niggas are so so worried about how you supposed to fucking look. Yep. And one of them dudes said, no, with all the white people trying to emasculate black men, I'm not going to add to it. You sound like uh... a fucking clown. Because the, the white men do it all the time for their daughters. They put it on don't get shoes. And the thing is, it has do. nothing to do with you being emasculated. You know what emas- it was emasculating? You mm-hmm. emasculating yourself. Because somehow you think 
putting on a tutu for your daughter because she asked you to because she wants you to dress like her is a problem. Ooh, Somebody yeah. said, oh, no, it confuses them. It confuses them how? How? This also explains why you niggas still, to this day, okay. don't understand sexuality. Because guess what? Your daughter's not going to get confused because her father, who has on Jordans and shorts, decides to put on a tutu yes. around his shit so he can match his daughter. Yeah, that, that comment made no damn You sense. niggas is dumb. And it's so crazy to me that y'all can be this fucking insecure. Actually, let me pull up this post. Because I'm going to read some of the comments that these niggas were saying. I'm going to go with you. So I can I'm going to pull up my friend's post because hers had all the comments. Oh. Hers was like, these niggas was dumb. But I also like how you said these niggas is fried versus. I didn't watch it last night, but. Oh, no. We're going to talk about that in a minute because that shit was, it was hype. That shit was hype. I heard there were real life strippers. So well, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the Aaron post, from Aaron's post or who's. No, I'll show you. I'll tell you in a second. I'm going to get to it. Uh, that, yeah, it's a no for me. Some stuff you leave to the mother. And so he said, and she was like, that's unfortunate. If your daughter asked you to wear a tutu to match her, you wouldn't do it. Why? And she, he said, I want to set a good example of a strong patriarch not to normalize no shit like that. And again, that speaks to the issue. Patriarch. You fucking niggas still following that bullshit. Said, and she said, so if you wear a tutu, that makes you less of a man? How? I think that it thinks you less of a man to let your daughter know, um, um, let your daughter down because you're too homophobic to do something simple. I, I bet you probably wouldn't help her cheer or dance either, huh? Yeah, because didn't and he John said, Sally and, have a commercial with his daughter I know, cheering? Could be. He's like... I feel it plays on a child's subconscious, and I and no, I would not help her help her with cheer or dance, or encourage her to go that direction. Um, if she wants to, that's fine. He said, "I would." He said, "I would could encourage her, but I'm not putting on a tutu for no kid." Oh, um. So what if in the case that the mother was sick or the mother wasn't no around kid? for that matter? Right. Nope. So you're just basically going to hurt your daughter's feelings all because you, you, you want to be a strong man, right? Oh. One other dude was like, it, it, he's like, why would I have to, but why would I have to wear a tutu to match my daughter? This is a bit too much. She said, it's a tutu. Y'all are like a dog out on a skirt. Um, dog, you like dog out on a skirt and some heels. It's a costume. Same as dressing up for a tea party. What's the big deal? He's clearly still a man. Right. And he said, really ain't much difference between a tutu and a skirt. And you know that. Plus, don't, um, don't know this man from nowhere. How the hell you know he, this ain't his normal? And she said, white society is already trying to take black men manhood away. <laughs> enough is um, enough in very movie TV show. I'll, I'll pass on wearing a tutu skirt to match my daughters. And she said, oh, good freaking Lord. No, I do not. I don't know this man personally, but what does that matter? There's absolutely, uh, there's absolutely a difference between a costume, tutu, and a skirt. And she said, white society is and white society that if you're doing what you're supposed to do at home, stop worrying about what everybody else is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there would be no issue. Not specific. And she said, and he said... Uh, and it was like, just it was just stupid. Like, yeah, very and, and one dude was like, "Nigga, y'all felt like he got on a thong or some shit. He got on a tutu over some Nike shorts for five minutes. What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. Um, and one dude was like, "If my future daughter say, Daddy, we playing dress up, then that's what the fuck we about to do.'" Right. 
He said, I wish a grown man, a grown ass man would see me and my um being a father and have some shit to say about it. Niggas be so worried about looking gay that everything screams gay to them. It's always some hidden agenda deflector in the fact that men be scared to show out love out loud. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You niggas don't understand how to show love. Nope. Y'all don't know how to show love. Because I'll tell y'all, when I told you everybody was afraid of my dad growing up, you know the people that weren't afraid of my dad? All my sister's friends. Because my dad spent, them, as far as my they were concerned, my dad was the biggest teddy bear on earth. <laughs> the biggest, because all he did was play with, take her and her friends wherever they wanted to. He played with them. He... He was the biggest, as far as they was concerned, he was the biggest softy on earth. He would, anytime they wanted to play or do some shit, I remember one night, um, they were playing, I don't know what they, they were playing a water fight. But he decided to bring the water guns in the house. They had a water fight in our house. Mm -hmm. So they having a water fight in the house. So then, he goes in their room and flips her mattress and stuff all over. So they go up to his room and flip his mattress up. Then they run outside. He chases them outside. So then he goes to the garage my brother and his friends are sitting outside on the porch next door. He comes out the garage with a chainsaw and chasing my brother and them friends all the way. Like, my father's ridiculous. <laughs> like, he's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Like, but this is all the, but he used to play goofy-ass games with them all the time. Right. So to them, like, look, yeah. As far as we were, we knew my father was the, a man. No, and that shit, with no question. Mm -hmm. But when it came to my sister and her friends, he was the biggest fucking softie in the world. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You don't treat boys the same way you treat girls as far as that goes. There's a Yes, you can still have some softness towards your sons, but it's still a different interaction at some level. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, there are going to be things you can get away with doing with your sons. Yeah, he could chase us with a train saw. He's not going to do that to my sister. But having a water fight with them right. in the house, he'll do that shit. Then he tried to make them uh, clean his room up and hers. Like, yo, since y'all flip my bed, <laughs> you got to clean both of them. But like that's a but that's a joke. Like that was the shit that they did. He would do. He didn't matter what the fuck was going on. They're gonna play. Gonna have fucking fun. Like and you niggas are so fucking like suspect. And then they wonder why they can't have like real close relationships with their own daughters because they they're not in touch with their own feelings because they feel like oh feelings is gay and blah blah blah. Like because I'm, I'm sure you probably saw that thread where some girl was talking about if a dude orders dessert, he gay. If he, uh, oh yeah, I saw that dumb like, shit. What? It's just like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, let people be people. Just that's all I gotta say. Fuck off and let people be people, and let people be in touch with their feelings, and stop always calling it gay when people want to be in touch with their feelings or do something to put a smile on their child's face. Also, the comment that one dude made about D Wade niggas, I said, you niggas want to hate D Wade so bad. Y'all want him to hate his daughter so bad. Mm -hmm. Y'all niggas want him to hate his daughter so fucking bad. He supports his child, and y'all got a problem with it. Yep, because um, he, he colors his hair. Now he's gay. Yep. I had niggas saying, "Oh, it was D Wade all the time." Sorry, Chris Boss. Fuck you. First of all, the fact that y'all kept thinking Chris Boss was gay because y'all yeah, call him a couple stupid ass um, pictures that look suspect. Y'all got a whole fucking family and shit, and y'all call him another another. Y'all call him a chick. And it's just like I hate. And first of all, it's stupid. It's just like when um, I unfriended my cousin's husband because. He kept ref referring to LeBron because look, it's one thing if you don't like LeBron, but he kept referring to him as LeBrenda James, right? Yeah, but, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it was stupid. And the, but his issue was, my issue was this: the whole reason he was doing it, it wasn't because he didn't like LeBron. Like it, it's it's because he didn't like LeBron, but it's also you're trying to womanize, you're trying to feminize him, and because that, apparently that's looked at as view, weaker than women, and that's really what it boils down to. 
you're using calling him a woman as an insult. For and what? What did he in do? General, he didn't do anything. Yeah. But what guys will do is, like, it's like calling a guy a bitch. You acting like a bitch. Yeah. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're viewing him, you're saying if he acting like a bitch, you acting like a girl. It's this whole thing that women are used, men use women as an insult. So if you act like a certain way or you're yeah. doing things that they think women do somehow it's, you're yeah it's, it's bitch. so it's viewed as a it's, it's a viewed as a you viewed as a pussy you viewed as all this shit and that's funny one comedian said he said well i remember one comedian he said he's like it's funny how y'all use com- um pussy as a thing to like to be it's a punk thing pussy's a way stronger than dicks you touch a dick and that shit hurt what the fuck you talking about <laughs> you shut down for at least 20 minutes yep the hell <laughs> mm-hmm. so but yeah it's like guys and that's the thing Guys have used women to hurl insults at each other. Oh, you acting like a woman, you acting like a bitch, and all this other shit. That's and it's a like, female trait. You a bitch nigga, that's a female trait. It's like male shit. And all, that, all that bullshit where y'all try to make it seem like if you acting a certain way, you're acting like a woman, and that's supposedly weaker. And that's what it's viewed as, and that's bullshit. Because I'm sorry you niggas to say that shit or act like that. Y'all niggas is weak. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um... Well, let's be clear. Oh, and so you was talking about how people, just how dudes view things. So I saw this other tweet, and a dude said, men shouldn't vent to, that, vent to their significant other ever. That's, that's female shit or something to that effect. Yeah, so I saw it on a post where it yeah, basically said, said, as a man, you, you're never supposed to vent to your girl. Ever. And, and then one person said, hard lesson to learn, but true and you know, you know, so you know, the niggas that say that are the niggas who either did something so bad that that girl brought it up again, mm-hmm. or are just dumb. Nigga, you supposed to want to, if you can't vent to nobody else, you should be able to vent to your significant other. My mom would tell me all the time, because my dad said my dad was always like, to us, all we, for the most part, we never saw my dad get emotional. That's just not something we saw. Right. Saw my father get emotional twice in my life. The day my grandmother passed and the day my mom, my day my mom's funeral. But my mom would tell me all the time. She's like, look, your dad don't, y'all don't see it. But I'm the one your dad come to crying when he's stressed out and shit. Mm-hmm. Crying on my shoulder. He's not going to show y'all that, but it happens. Right. So don't think that just because he don't show y'all that, that he's not dealing with shit, that he's just Superman. He's not. He deals with shit. He goes through shit. He deals with stress and all that shit. He just don't show it to y'all because he doesn't want to show y'all. He wants to... Make sure y'all see him as a strong as a your father, and he wants and he just wants to show y'all is he's strong. He's being strong for y'all. He don't want to see y'all stressed out. He don't want y'all worrying about him. Mm-hmm. So, but he talked to my mom because of course that's his wife. That was his wife. Like you supposed to. That's his partner in life. That's what you supposed to. So this whole idea that you're not supposed to vent to your girl is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And then there was a contradictory. Some one guy said, like, well, I ain't going to vent to my girl, but I'm going to vent to my wife. And so I asked the question, like, well, wouldn't she have to be your girlfriend first in order to become your wife? So you're just going to wait until she gets married for you all of a sudden to just start venting. So, yeah, wait. So, oh, shit, walking down the aisle. Oh, shit. I know I'm not she, uh, man and wife. We walking down the aisle. So, look, baby, it's a lot of shit I got to tell you about. I'm so, you're going to break down crying. <laughs> Baby, I've been stressing about this shit for five years, but I didn't feel it was appropriate for me to vent to you yet because you weren't my wife. You was just my girl. But now, 
I can tell you all this shit. Uh, and you, you crying on the way to the reception because right. you so stressed out. Y'all, y'all can't have sex now because you done killed you, the mood. <laughs> you crying. You up there whining and shit like, and my mama that one time, she, <laughs> she, 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 she did this thing. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> now you want to vent all this shit. Right. Like, and then and you met her one time I was late for dinner because my brother got shot. And I didn't want to tell you because I couldn't <laughs> vent to you. Because he was the block. I couldn't vent to you because you was just my girl. You <laughs> niggas, that's what real men don't do. You like, niggas is dumb and as then the thing fucking is too, hell, It's dog. like, so then, if, on another flip side, y'all say, well, another guy made a comment saying, like, well, that's what my boys and my therapist is for. Why well, I need to vent to my girl when I can talk to my boys. But then, your boys turn around to clown you for being emotional. Oh, he being gay. He and his feelings. Woo, woo, woo. And then half of y'all act like y'all don't need a therapist because, oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm good. I ain't broken. That's that's female shit. Y'all the ones that need to go see a therapist. Niggas. I don't need a therapist because I'm a, I'm a strong man. Like... This is, I'm gonna I'm I'm give you niggas. I'm gonna give you niggas a newsflash. Listen, listen closely. Mm-hmm. You know what? Which really shows strength. What really shows that you are quote unquote a man is to admit mm-hmm. when you need help. Take accountability. Ooh. Realizing that you need help. Realizing that you don't know it all. Realizing that you don't. Um, admitting that you don't have the answers, mm-hmm. and being able to own that shit. That's part of being a and man. And not just go blaming women. And not just blaming somebody else. It's not everybody else's fault. Right. But owning the fact that, yo, I have trauma. I have shit I, need, I haven't dealt with. There's some things. And I don't want to bring this. I don't want this shit to affect the person I care about. Mm-hmm. I don't want to affect my family. I don't want to affect anybody else. So I got to make sure I handle that shit. That is actually the ultimate definition and the example of being a man is owning your shit and realizing that, yo, I have some shit I got to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take it out on somebody that I care about because I haven't dealt with my own shit. That's part of being an adult. That's part of being a fucking man. So for all you niggas that want to say, yo, I don't want to talk, I don't want to complain, I don't want to do all this shit, I don't want to open up, you're the real, you're, you're the one being a punk, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Because you're, you're not owning your shit. You're not. And it's one thing to say you're not ready to talk about it. It's another thing to, be, to notice you need to. And you're still not, even though you're hurting the people you're supposed to care about because you won't deal with your own shit. Mm-hmm. And then it's always everybody else's fault because they don't quote unquote understand what you're dealing with. Yeah, because you don't tell nobody. I can't, I don't know shit you don't tell me. So I can go about offers what you show me. Yep. Simply put, mm-hmm. I have no idea what the fuck is going on in your life, bro. Just, it's, it's just, this, this over. Y'all niggas got to get over this patriarchy shit because y'all just think that, oh, man, is supposed to be this way and that's just what we are. And y'all, that shit is done, dog. That shit is not acceptable. And women are getting hip to that bullshit. And that knuckle just keep dealing with y'all bullshit because y'all say it's just what men do. That's not acceptable. I'm sorry. That, oh, that's just that's just who I am. Fuck all that. Yeah, and then Fuck who and you are. stop trying to manipulate because then when she does it and when she sees it, then it's, oh, that's why you single now. That's why you ain't never going to have a man because you don't want to give us a chance. But when we do give y'all a chance, y'all fuck it up and then turn around and blame us like, well, you should have known. This is who I am. I'm not going to change. Woo, woo, woo. It's your like, fault. Like You niggas is so comfortable in y'all shit and y'all bullshit. And y'all, y'all trash behavior that y'all want somebody that's just gonna say, you know what? I know he trash, mm-hmm. but he he buy me shit, so I'm okay with that. Yep. I remember talking to my sister one time. She was like, "Yo, 
you have to make a choice. It's like it's cool if he he do shit for me, but if you a trash human being, well, I'm like eventually that's gonna come for me. Like that's not that's not how this works. Like you can't be a trash human being and expect. Like yeah, no. That was like remember that one post I shared where some stupid fuck boy basically said like all men cheat and are gonna be abusive at times. It's just gotta be you gotta find the one that you're gonna deal with and be acceptable to because at the end of the day, that's just how men are. It's know? not. It's not. And then the fact that we gotta stop normalizing that bullshit. Exactly. Look, I get that y'all, and that's 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 what. Women were taught for so long mm-hmm. that yo, you're gonna find a man that's gonna take care of you as long as he's taking care of you. He don't bring he don't bring that shit to you. And yes, he may he may get upset. He may put his hands on you. He may cheat on you. But as long as he's taking care of you, you should be okay. Yep. That's not okay. Nope. It's not okay. Nope, nope, nope. It's never okay. <laughs> and we gotta stop. We gotta understand. We gotta normalize that that shit's not okay. Because this is just not. It's not okay. That shit has never been okay. Um, for example. One of the most famous TV shows of all time, the biggest quote was, one day, pow, right in the kisser. Mm-hmm. He was threatening to hit his wife, and we thought that shit was hilarious yep. for some reason. Yeah, but and that, I remember when I realized that shit was not okay, I'm like, this was acceptable? Or even in All in the Family of Archie Bunker and how he used to talk to his wife. Well, Archie was a racist in general, but but you know what's crazy? The racism was treated worse. At least we knew he was racist, but we we oh we just kind of overlooked the fact that he was fucking threatened. He was trash to his wife. Mm-hmm. Like we over we overlooked that part. We definitely recognized the racism. Um, we definitely recognized that part, but the fact that he was trash towards his wife, we kind of let that shit slide. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah, yeah. But yeah, we gotta. It's not okay. It's not okay for a woman to put his hands on a woman. It's never is a man for just put his hands on a woman. Yeah, it's like, never. Oh, woman woman. Okay. <laughs> oh no, y'all women, y'all can fight. Y'all can do what you want. But it's never okay for a man to put his hands on a woman. It's not okay for a woman to put her hands on a man. Y'all putting putting your hands on each other. If y'all get to a point where y'all gotta put hands on each other, y'all need to walk away. Right. But it is not something a woman should just accept that her man is going to put hands on her. It is not for her to accept that a man's just going to cheat on her. And can we stop brutalizing men for being emotional and for opening up and expressing their feelings and stop making it seem like, oh, this is this is hurting our masculinity if we got a vent to our girl because woo, woo, woo. And even one guy mentioned, like, well, I mentor men, and they all said the same thing, that this world doesn't create a, a safe space for, for men, especially black men, to vent. So we got to hold that shit in. And I'm okay. like, we're not So this whole about. the world doesn't create a safe space. Y'all ain't created a safe space for women in years. So what y'all talking about? Exactly. Hello. This, the thing is this. Men got to shut the fuck up. Because mm-hmm. guess what? This world, like, yes, you, you're, as a black man, yes, you are not at the same level of white men. We understand that y'all are not treated the same way. Y'all are not afforded the same opportunities. I totally get that. But let's be clear. This is still a man's world, as the old song says. Yep. It's a man's It's yeah. a man's world. So you can't say there's no spaces for you to d- be these things, because, yes, there is. There's always been a space, because guess what? As, the, as some people say, you guys are, as a lot, in a lot of ways, you are the white men of the, of the black community. Mm-hmm. 
like black men are because the way they act towards women, the way yep. they treat women, especially black women. People don't understand. It's just the y'all black y'all women treat are at the bottom of the top. Y'all treat pole. black women. Black women, they do every they they ride for us no matter what. Yep, but they don't ride they for ride us. They ride for us no matter what. And you motherfuckers still don't value them the way y'all should. Yep. The whole WAP debate we talked about earlier was a clear example of that mm-hmm. shit. Because women don't fit the mode of what y'all want them to be. They don't know unless what the y'all fuck they want, want unless it's when y'all be. want it. Oh no, I don't want you out there being sexual unless you're in my bed. Yep. Or you at my strip club. Mm-hmm. And I'm tossing money at you. Yep. And then pouring champagne on you, calling you bitches and hoes. All that shit. It's only when I want it. But when I don't want it, I don't want you being that like, way. Oh, no, you're being You a shouldn't whore. be doing that way. Y- no. No, I have to put a restriction on what you're you allowed to do. You shouldn't be talking to other men, even though I'm over here talking to three or four bitches. Like, oh, I could do that, you but can't you can't. do what a man wants because there's an expect that whole bullshit expectation that men are, quote unquote, going to be that way. So you just have to accept it. And that is not true. No woman has to accept shit from a man. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't. Men, you don't deserve anything. You don't. You haven't. You don't deserve a woman's attention. You don't deserve a woman's time. You don't deserve a woman's uh, pussy. You don't deserve head. You don't deserve any of that shit. Just like anything else, you have to earn that shit. And you niggas think y'all wake up every morning to hey, I should be getting head right now. Mm-hmm. And if you being a good man, you treating your woman, you in a relationship, and she gives you that shit. And guess what? Even if she don't, so fucking what? Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but I've, I've, niggas just, I just trash, that. dog. That was a that was a hot topic because, like, of course, that was a thing where it's like, is a woman obligated to give herself to a guy if he spends X amount of money on her, it's, takes it's, her out of town, and they're like, fuck yeah, because why the fuck else are we going out of town? We ain't going out of town just to to do this, this, that, and the third. I'm like, but so you, you're taking me out of town just for sex. But my thing is this. Did she tell you, yo, if you take me out of town, we fucking? Or was that your assumption is, mm-hmm. if I offer to take her out of town, she got to give me some pussy. Yep. Also, just to clarify, even if she told you, mm-hmm. if I take you out of town, if you take me out of town, we fucking. Yeah, and then when she gets out of town, she don't fuck you. Mm-hmm. She still don't have to, right? Because guess what? That's her fucking choice. Yep, and that's her body, not your it's body. It's her. You and the reality is this: you niggas need to stop doing shit just to get pussy. Yep. How about you do something for a woman because you actually give a damn about her and you want yep. her attention? Not because you want to spend time with her. You actually enjoy her company. How about that? If you actually did that, guess what? Newsflash: mm-hmm. you probably get more pussy. Yeah, and actually be upfront and when honest women, about your intentions. When women actually like you and care about you, mm-hmm. she has no problem being the nasty motherfucker for you. Yeah. Best belief. But that's because niggas, they, they get in their, their niggas, feelings and think that, oh, They're not in control of it. If, if they're not in control of the situation. If I tell her the truth, she ain't going to fuck with look, me, so if I you want, manipulate her. As long as you tell, if you, be upfront with a woman. It's her. It should be her choice whether she chooses to fuck you or not. Also, for most of you niggas that need to understand, and I'm going to remind you, a woman knows if she's going to fuck you or not, probably within the first 10 minutes of meeting your dumb ass. Uh, true. true. She knows. Eh. True. She knows. Yep. She knows. For the most part, she knows. Yep. At the very least, she knows if it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. If like, oh, yeah, I'm probably, we can be cool, we probably hang out, but they ain't going yep. past that. Or, you know what, depending on how you act, 
yeah. he might get a, he might be able to touch it. Like that's just the reality of it. We do. But we niggas do. don't want to actually accept the fact that they're not in control. Mm-hmm. So guys have this assumption that women do everything and for I them. And I think that's why there's this trend now where men are acting like, well, we're the prize. I'm not. Women need to start shooting their shot at me because. I'm but that's. Not I feel like that's a natural evolution of the fact that men have been made to feel like they're so important in society in general mm-hmm. because they they know that the society is tailored and built towards their advantages. And so it's like a natural progression. Then, well, shit, if the world was made for me, if it's a man's world, then no, you should want me. I'm the prize now. You should want me because this world is made for me. So you getting to me is an advantage for you. It's a, that's a win for you. That's how these guys look at it. Yep. It's a fucked up thing, and it's stupid. Very stupid. But, you know. Um, but speaking of... Um, also, in the same vein of men not attacking women or making assumption or making comment or making jokes out of people's plight, just hilarious, which I uh, use the word hilarious very loosely because uh, I've never seen anything this chick has done has been funny. I do not like her. I've never seen her do like anything that's been funny. She has this tendency to make fun of, like, look, you can hide by the whole guise of being a comedian if you're funny. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there's still a certain level of that's not okay. Right. And she did this whole little joke bit about Meg, the Meg and Tori situation. Uh, are you? She did. And she made this whole, basically the whole came same theory that a lot of dudes were perpetuating about Meg being taller than Tori and him being feeling threatened and type of shit. You gotta know your And yeah, she was killed for that shit. Yep. The same way that Drea was killed for her little joke before. Like, y'all got to stop. Look, black women and women, women in general, but especially black women, have enough, have to deal with enough shit. Mm-hmm. People have been trying to blame Meg for her getting herself shot since the shit happened. Yep. They have been trying to find any avenue, any particular reason, any even any kernel of information they can get their hands on. To somehow blame Meg and you, for getting shot. And you even said she came out and said like you like she's gotten upset at people because like she's traumatized and yet people are making fun of that instead of actually offering like condolences and sympathy. And it's like, yo, we repeat again, black women are not protected. Nope. We're not at treated all. they're treated as eh. Animals. And it's like, Stuff yo of the earth. Even Malcolm X quoted that, like, the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. And it's just like, and it's crazy because he said that shit 30 years, 30, 40 years ago, dog. Yep. And it's Longer. It's relevant. It's been almost 60 years. And it's just still a thing. So, with that being said, yes, Jess Hilarious decided to make a stupid joke um, about the mandatory situation. And again, you can't, you can hide behind this whole comedy bullshit, but y'all shit go too far. Yeah. Y'all go too far. Y'all go too far. Know your audience, um, whore. Just not. It just is not the first time she's done this dumb shit, and I she's know. consistently. And that's why she continues to get oppor- dragged by DC keeps, Young Fly and her. She keeps getting law, law, losing on opportunities because, look, and I get it. She's trying to. I think on some level she's trying to cater to a certain audience, and she's thinking, hey, if these well, men, what audience is that? Trash I, men. I see. Trash men and trash human beings in general. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. Because when she did the whole thing when she was on the airplane, 
and the whole the Sikhs were on there and she accused them of being Muslim and how she was supposedly scared. Oh, you hear about that? No. She was live, she was on a live on an airplane and she videoed it was these men, four men. They were clearly they had the, the they're Sikh men, so they had the thing around around mm-hmm. their heads. She's she doesn't clearly understand the difference between Sikh and Muslim. And so she's like, I'm, I'm afraid they're on this plane. And to the point where it became a whole big thing. Like basically accusing them of being terrorists. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. But so she's known for trash behavior. So this is just another in the long line of her trash behavior. But I'm tired. It's just, it's getting out of hand. And also women again, black women are you know, already unprotected. But I don't need other black women attacking them. And that's a, that's a whole other thing we just did. That's just need to stop. Yeah, we're not claiming Jess. Fuck you, Jess. So... Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. DeGeneres. The so the story came out a few weeks ago. There was an investigation into some a toxic behavior, a, a toxic work environment, mm-hmm. some racial shit yep. on the Ellen show. Now, for the most part, most of these reports were about staff. Not Ellen directly. Yeah. It was about her staff. Um, but re- more recently, some people have come on and said that Ellen hasn't really done anything to change the behavior. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's still... It's still her show. Now, Ellen did come on and say, yes, There, I've learned about some of the things that have been going on on my show. And as the show has gotten bigger, I'm not as hands-on as I used to be, which is possible. But my biggest issue... And look, I don't know if Ellen is guilty of anything directly trash or if she is, then fuck her. Um, a lot of people assume that Ellen's just this really sweet, nice person. What I need to un- understand is, again, we talked about this earlier, just because people seem nice on TV or are nice on, in, the, um, in the media does not mean they're actually nice people. That's the first mm-hmm. thing. Um, also, especially a lot of people who are business owners or people who run shit, it's not uncommon for them to be assholes, unfortunately. It's, just a, it's unfortunately a pretty common thing. But my issue in general about Ellen, because I'm not going to get, I don't know enough about the Ellen situation to get in depth about what's actually happening. Because, yeah, that's pretty much However, what I will say, you celebrities who are friends with Ellen, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. UP. That goes for Kevin Hart, Jay Leno, Tyrese, who was already saying he's not even a friend of Ellen. Throwing the tile. But came in to defend Ellen with a long-ass post on Instagram. Tyrese just, yeah, Tyrese. And others. So here's my thing. All of these people came out to talk about how sweet <laughs> Ellen has always been to them how they've never known her to be a mean or bad person, and this has always been their experience. But you know niggas do that all the well, time. Well, but my issue is this. Y'all are fucking famous. Yep. Y'all are there because she, y'all, y'all give her show ratings. Y'all are, so when a celebrity goes on Ellen, there's an exchange. Mm-hmm. There's an exchange. Her viewers get to see y'all, so that gives her more viewers. You are on there to promote whatever you're promoting. Right. So there is an exchange that you are offering for being on her show. The people who work for her, they work for her. You don't. So how you get treated versus somebody who works for her, who is employed by her, 
could be is going to be totally fucking different. I want something from you. You don't work for me. So I am probably going to be different towards you than somebody who works for me in general. Yes. Should I be? Probably not. But that is always usually the dynamic. So Jay Little coming out to tell me how nice Ellen has always been to him and how he's she's my friend and I think she's a great person. Don't mean shit to the people who are being mistreated on the hard show. Right. And the staff that work. It doesn't mean shit to them. <clears throat> it's just like if the people who came out to defend R. Kelly or 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 Kill Bill Cosby. Cosby. Oh, he's always been so great to me. But he was the black TV dad. He's always been such a great guy the times I've met him. He was about to buy He's NBC. been so nice to me. This he's always treated man. me well. None they of that shit. Black man in power. Your experience as a, a fellow celebrity with Bill Cosby with R. Kelly or any other celebrity, including Ellen, mm-hmm. don't mean shit when it's people who are not on the same level of you yep. who feel like they've been mistreated. You are, all you're doing is dismissing their experience, yep. which you can't do because your experience is going to be different than theirs. And I mean, that you actually brought up a good point because even that applies to everyday life because it'll be some people who it's like if I'm friends with this person I could like this person but it it could be other people that will say like well I wasn't too fond of this person because this person had an attitude this this this, that and the third and I have to sometimes remember like okay well maybe that could just been your experience because something could have happened in that day but I mean unless we just know that you're delusionally lying and starting shit just to be starting shit People kind of need to start examining both sides instead of just jumping. I understand that everybody's experience is not the same as yours. Yeah. You might have, your experience with that person may have been wonderful. Mm -hmm. It may have been amazing. Right. But my experience with that person, they're trash. Yep. They, They were trash towards me. They were dismissive. They were rude. They treated me like shit. And guess what? Your my ex- your experience being great does not make my experience any less relevant. Mm-hmm. Both things can be true. You could have had a great relationship with this person. That person could have been the nicest person in the world to you. And you know what? That is your experience. But my experience is their employee. They're trash. Yep. They treated me like shit. They were rude to me. They called me everything <laughs> but a child of God. But guess what? My experience is just as valid as yours. So for you celebrities who are caping for another celebrity without knowing if it's true, you're just going off of what you assume. It's the same thing that happened when the Jesse Smollett shit happened. There was a bunch of celebrities. Oh, prayers up for Jesse. Mm-hmm. Prayers up for Jesse. And guess what? When everything came out, you ain't hear a peep from them niggas. Y'all niggas need to hear the whole story before y'all. It's the same thing. Yep. Taking it back to um, the Chris Benoit situation. Or Stephen Richards. Cause no, 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 no. We're, for no, the purpose it's of the this. Joke. It's the joke. But they don't get that because they're not wrestling fans. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, the Chris Benoit situation. For people that don't know, and I, most people should know what the Chris Benoit situation was. He murdered his son and daughter um, and then killed himself. 
back in 1997. His wife and son. You said what? son and daughter. I'm sorry, wife and son. Sorry, <laughs> wife and son. Um, over a weekend. <laughs> so, and mind you, he killed his son one day. He killed his wife one day. And then the son. Then the his next. son the next day. And then himself. And then the next day. So over. So he sat in the house for two days with his wife dead. Yep. Okay. Just so, just so we're on the same page here. The so, but nobody knew this. All we knew was that Chris Brown. I'm sorry. Why? Why did I say Chris Brown? Chris <laughs> Benoit. <laughs> well, um, that's borderline next. It's funny. That's actually a, yeah. It's one of the next topics, but no. <laughs> Chris Benoit, we didn't know Chris, but all this happened. All we knew was, the news knew, was Chris Benoit and his wife and his son were dead. Nobody knew why. And he was missing from a pay-per-view. Well, that was the first thing. He was missing. He was supposed to show up from the show. He didn't show up. They sent some, and they, so everybody, and they found him dead. And they so, did this tribute. So the next, on Monday, they did this whole, they shut, mind you, they interrupted the storyline where the Vince McMahon, McMahon died. Himself in the Vince McMahon accident. died. And so they and had to appears. interrupt the storyline. Like, oh, that's not guys let's be clear the only other time there had been an empty arena <laughs> is uh, is when mankind and, and rock had a match oh yeah uh and halftime, now uh, and Super now Bowl. and now <laughs> so you what you walk in there's a empty arena and there's vince who supposedly died the week before and we're like what are you saying doing? hey tragedy and they had all these videos that they filmed with all these stars reacting to the death of chris ben mm-hmm. Wyatt's family they're talking about singing his praises how he was such a great guy, all of these things. In the middle of the tribute, however. And right, and mind you, and right as this shit was airing, the news comes out, it's an appearance, murder-suicide. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Now we have to pivot. So yep. the next night, hey, guys, that shit that happened last night? Never existed. That shit didn't happen. Erase that from your memory. That shit's you never going to get black. aired again. Yo, never. You're never. You're not gonna know. Neuralizer. Where's the men in black when you need them? Yep. That shit never happened, you guys. Yeah, we apologize. Uh, no, we apologize. We didn't know. Um, Sorry. We will now um, no longer exist. He and that's no exactly what's exist. gonna happen if it comes out that Ellen really all this shit is true. Yep. All those celebrities, but you know what? They're not gonna come out and apologize. They're not gonna say shit. They're just gonna. They're gonna. Silent, you're gonna hear cancel. crickets. Fucking crickets. Because people don't like to be wrong. They don't like to be wrong and admit that, hey, I caked for somebody who was really trash. Yep. The people that caked for R. Kelly for years. It's, it's the whole, the wolf in sheep's clothing it's thing. The, and then, it's yeah. no different than when you when you talk about that trash person in your family who was a little too touchy-feely oh, with the yeah. girls and shit like that or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, Uncle Frank ain't, no, you tell somebody in your family, no, nah, Uncle Frank wouldn't do that. Uncle Frank is a good guy. Y'all trying it's to know. Just, those fast ass it's, girls. Right. It's always the you it's always the reality of dress, like. you don't know a person. No matter how well you think, you know a person. Mm-hmm. If y'all ain't seen enough of these murder mystery shows to understand that y'all don't know people. Yep. Y'all think y'all know everybody. And a lot of times and these y'all people are putting on facades. People wear a mask in reality. Yes. Sometimes they wear multiple masks and you have no idea. Who they really are, you assume you know for your experience, but guess what? Mm. You don't always know. Yep. So for you celebrities who are out here defending Ellen, guess what? You don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. You just don't. This is already said, Chris Brown. Christopher Brown. Um, 
Oh, so first of all, versus. And this is kind of transition to the Chris Brown. So last night was the most recent versus. And it was 2 Chains and Rick Ross. The high roller edition, as they called it. That shit was fun. It was pretty fun. Okay. Uh, I wasn't as good as like it wasn't like as good as Snoop and 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 yeah, X. DMX. I caught but, the end of that. But it was good. It was a good show. Um, it it went the way I wanted. Like Ross killed him. Like it wasn't gonna be even. It wasn't gonna be close. And that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Like Ross catalog is just too fucking deep. Yeah. And it was at least I twenty agree. to thirty songs he still left on the table that he could have played, and it wouldn't have been a problem. Like he killed him. Now I did hear there were real life strippers. Oh, so at some point, um. Two chains. First of all, they was fried. Them niggas was drinking. At one point, when fuck with you, uh, fuck with me. I know you know I got it. Came on. Uh-huh. Um, Timbo came on because he was on camera, and you could tell he was faded. And it was like, oh, oh shit. them niggas was drunk as shit. It was hilarious. But I might have to go back and watch the replay on it YouTube. Was, it, was YouTube it was hilarious. It was great. It was great. But uh, well, somebody posted them. It, it's not them, but if somebody does post it. But no, it was great. It was great. I watched on Apple Music. I say that's the best viewing experience now. Is watching on Apple Music because I can watch on my Apple yeah, TV. Yeah, because I mean, basically, I think they learned from the whole Teddy Riley baby face. Well, that was yeah. It took them a while, but they were just work making sure they got a, a deal that made sense. And they, and yeah. I mean, they still own their shit. They're just using them as a distribution. So right. But no, it's a it was a great experience. I had my whole like it was a great. Um, but no, it was just at one point Ross was like he's he's hot. So he took his shirt off. He's so he had no shirt oh, on, but he had this chick come on screen and was massaging him and shit. He's drinking his beer. I was like, you old cool ass nigga, fuck you, dog. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, two chains. One, I can't remember what song it was, but he came out. He was like, because he's like, yo, Ross, I'm just saying, I think that Atlanta has the best strippers. And he's like, y'all, I think I'm telling you, man, it's 305. He's like, nah. You know, he brought the strippers out for a song. So, um, all right. But no, it was it was a great. It was it was fun. It was a good time. But all the one thing is that um, two chains. Somebody need to get Jay, uh, two chains a Jay Z feature. Somebody to hook that up for him. Because every time he talk about how he don't have one, it feels like he dies inside. Like, he brings it up all the time. It feels like he hurt every time he says that shit. Like, I don't have a whole feature. And it's like, dog, somebody, somebody get the Geechee cha- 2 chains a whole feature. Please, somebody hook that up. Khaled, somebody. Talk before, to- before the world goes. Like, yeah, hook that shit up for him. So, like, it, I feel like that he needs it because he, he always whine about it. I mean, it's not it's like a sad one. We're still in like it's not a sad one, but it's like, yo, somebody hook this nigga because he's. So I, I mean, everything that has happened in 2020 has happened, so maybe he he might get that before the end of 2020. Um, so yeah, that was um, but it was a good time. So speaking of verses, so a lot of people on the internet have been kind of talking about suggesting the verses and things that can mm-hmm. come out. And so one of the ones that was going around was Chris Brown and Usher. That's been going around for a minute. Well, though. about a few weeks now. It's been a while. So Chris Brown and Usher. That's been people being like, yo, that would be dope. But there are people who are saying, first of all, I'm on, I'm telling you right now, Chris Brown don't want that smoke. No, he don't. But there are people who are arguing me that argue, have been arguing that Chris Brown catalog because it's so deep. I'm like, you having a bunch of songs don't mean shit. Exactly. His last two albums are like 40 Trash. songs a piece. So that don't mean that you making a bunch Trash. of songs don't make you, don't make them songs right. quality. We talking about hits, nigga. Yes. And there are certain songs in Usher catalog that are automatic fucking points. Yep. You ain't got shit to counter, you got it bad. You ain't got shit you to counter my way. You make me want it. 
fucking uh, confession. Slow, slow jam. That whole fucking, fucking confession yeah. album. Okay. Shit. No, there are songs in his catalog you can't counter. Nope. I don't fucking care what you play, nigga. Mm-mm. You don't have to call. Like there are certain shits in his catalog. But yeah. Like no. Excuse me, Mister. Or uh, what was the first single? Uh, is your man on the floor? There's nothing. He, nothing. Ain't nothing Chris can play. Yeah. That's no. gonna counter the shit. I think it's just people so, uh, have an obsession over Chris. Well, I they think just, it would, they just delusional. I think it's what it is. I think also niggas that. disrespected Usher catalog. Like, nigga, I know it's been a while, but shit. And they think that he's the better dancer than Usher. I don't give a fuck about his dancing. Usher walked so Chris Brown could walk. I don't give a fuck about his dancing. We talking about music, nigga. Right. Fuck dancing. No, but that's usually what they, they use well, as a compilation. But I understand, I understand the younger dancing. generation, they're a little delusional. They don't know music. Oh, yeah, I get they it. They are. They think about quality over quantity. Uh, um, quantity over yeah, quality is like nah, bro, nah, bro. Like somebody posted, like, look, Chris Brown has two number, two top tens. Mm-hmm. Usher has ten number ones, nigga. Yep. With a lot fewer songs, it took you that many songs, like 40, 80, 100 songs, to get this. Nah, this nigga, that's not okay. That's also the same people I think you've seen it going around. If they put Beyonce, Jenna in the versus battle. People are like, oh yeah, Beyonce whipped Janet. Well, no, no. Like- Most people I saw said Janet will watch, but my issue is, I feel like people only put that out there because they wanted the reason to try to bash Beyonce. <laughs> I feel like niggas is the reason they say yeah, Beyonce wouldn't win something. Sight. I don't even feel like I, they fit I together. Was, they don't. I don't even feel like they should go together. It just don't to me. It don't, but again, they're talking about two icons, so I, and I get that to the something, but I feel like, but I feel like niggas somebody's gonna be a watch. I don't think it'll be a watch. It won't be. But a then watch, also, but then, then it came out and said Rihanna and Beyonce. First of all, they're not going to each other. Second of all, Rihanna has always had more hits. That's yeah. just always been her thing. Beyonce, I don't think she's ever really uh, outside the start of her career. She hasn't been going for hit music. She's just been making what the fuck she wants to make. Right. So I don't think she's been like, it's different for her. she's already where she wants she don't to need be. To be like, she don't need to cater to music, like charts and shit like that. So, yes, she probably, yeah, Rihanna Bian- Bian- definitely got more hits than her, and that's fine. Uh, somebody said Shanti and Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole don't have 20 songs. <laughs> that was apparently if, was a, a Shanti barely got 20 songs, but they had to the cue features. Yeah. Keisha Cole ain't got that. Keisha Cole ain't got shit. I mean, honestly, I would get that to Ashanti hands down. Well, it's not even a question. That's like, not, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like y'all gotta, y'all gotta stop disrespecting these artists, dog. This is like niggas calling out, like Ti was calling out Jay. On oh, niggas, sit down. Uh, I was cool. I was cool when you was calling out Fifty. Yeah, yeah. But that's but not calling not out Hove. No, look, no. Like uh, now, look. People was talking about Kanye and Drake would be great, but Kanye wouldn't be able to handle it. Kanye would fucking go crazy and start talking about. Some shit that has absolutely well, no, he does. Him and Drake still beefing. So, oh, well, no, I saw one and where they said as soon as a, as soon as that nigga say your wifey, your wifey, which is a was a shot at Yay. Yeah, Yay's gonna lose his fucking mind. Um, no, they said a good one would actually be with him and Pharrell. Uh, I don't know. Nobody wants that Pharrell smoke. I don't even think Yay want this Pharrell smoke. Uh, Pharrell catalog is too versatile. It is. It is. It's too. But fucking people think that. Might have a I think because of they came on the similar eras, mm-hmm. but outside of that, they catalog is just too different. It's too it's too versatile. I don't know. Maybe Pharrell well, could go against Tim. No, because Tim already did Swizz, and that was more. I think that fit more. Yeah. Tim. But they did that before Versus was. Even no, that's created. what that started the Versus. Yeah. That um, was the start of the whole thing. 
Well, no, or was it? What? It was that one. It was like a few years back. That, oh, was, that was Swiss, Swiss and um, Just Blaze. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, y'all niggas need to put some respect on what's your name. Clearly. Um. So the last few talkers are kind of sports related. Nah. Yes, Ashley's not really a big sports fan. I mean, I, I know enough, but not too deep to where I could just get. So NBA bike, news. NBA is back. Um, NBA has been back for a few weeks now. It's been weird watching it. It's been weird. Um, but I think it's it's more like a pickup game. But I'm cool with it. Like yeah. I think, but the games have all been for the most part pretty good, and that's the good thing about it, is that all the games have been good, and we're almost done with pretty much the play-in games. I think the playoffs will be starting soon. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to it. Um. And we'll see. I don't know. I, honestly, at this point, the way things are going, I have no idea who's going to win. Um, I know who the favorites are, but I really don't know who's actually going to win this shit. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Will. So a lot of people are learning about um, Magic City that didn't know about Magic City. What? Well, as far as, so did you hear what story happened? So, you know, NBA is doing this bubble. Right. In you Disney can't, World. Right. Can't leave the like if you leave the bubble like there's very specific protocols. You gotta get tested, you got quarantine, all these things. Yeah, uh, so Lou, so, I know some of them. So went Lou will to the party. So Lou, well, Lou, no, Lou will. What happened was he had a funeral. Mm-hmm. He had a funeral, so he went home for a funeral. After the viewing, he stopped off at Magic City to get some wings. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the, the thing is, you gotta understand is that no people actually go to Magic City for the food. Yeah, no, no, because no. I know that's, that, that's big, how it is at the Pantheon. Yeah, here. but like people, still, like Magic City food apparently is legendary. Really? Also, Damn. he the wings are called. He has wings. They're called Lou Will wings. He has wings on the menu named for him. Oh, so well, he went to get wings. As he walked in, now mind you, the time he walked in, he's like left the view in about six. It was like six. So it was about seven to seven. So it wasn't even like popping like that at that time. Okay. He ran into Jack Harlow, who's a rapper. Mm-hmm. The song was popping. Was popping. I was just jo- like, I you probably heard the song if you hear it. But okay. it's a pretty popular song now. He's, so Josh Harlow is a white kid from, from Kentucky. But he ran to it. And so they both, he took a picture. Jack Harlow posted it and was like, you know, me and Lil Will, somewhere you would never guess. People could tell that it was Magic City by the background. I guess people hadn't been there. Mm-hmm. So, of course, everybody got, he got called out for being in Magic City when he was supposed to be at a funeral or some shit. So people was like, he had to quarantine for 13 days or 14 days or whatever shit like that. And a lot of people were like, well, is the food really that good? And it's like, people was like, no, nigga, yeah. Like, people go there for their food. Like, niggas order right. out their food for real. Um, and so a lot of people were like, it was a big thing. Wasn't a big deal or whatever, but a lot of people was like tripping about it. Of course, white people, they don't know shit yeah, about. because white people always want to Also, a lot of people don't understand how entrenched, how entrenched in the culture of Atlanta strip clubs are. Like, in other places, strip clubs are viewed a certain way. In Atlanta, it's part of the There's culture. There's actually a show out now on Stars called P-Valley, uh, written by a Detroit local, uh, Katori Hall, and that actually is based off of the strip club lifestyle down in Atlanta. Yeah, like, it's... it's pretty a, interesting. Like, the... Strip clubs in Atlanta are part of a culture. People yeah. don't understand that. So if you're not from there, you don't get it. And so for you, you just look. Because the reality is, if you look, like, I remember when I was a kid, younger, on our block, there was a lady that lived on the street. Mm-hmm. And she was a stripper. We all knew it. We knew her daughter. Her daughter was, like, one of the kids in the neighborhood. And so it was always, like, just, like, you know, you know so-and-so, a stripper, right? It's kind of that thing. And you, it's kind of like how strippers are viewed back she in the day. She brass key. 
I don't know about that, but yeah. that's just how strippers are viewed back in the day. It was always viewed as like a like oh, she's a stripper, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it would be times like, I guess she would have shows or like little things around because it was always like a bunch of cars parked outside sometimes. Like, <laughs> right, them uh, basement parties, like whatever the fuck is going on, right? <laughs> whatever the case may be, um, that's how stripping was viewed back in the day. Yeah. Now strippers are you know they're fucking make they're stri- they're like celebrities in a lot of ways too. Um, but that's been that way in Atlanta for a long time. It's just that it started spreading across the world that way. Yeah. But in Atlanta, stripping has always been strip strip club culture has barred have been it like there's a reason why fucking JD dedicated like eight bars to that shit and welcome to Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, a girl I went to college with actually moved to Atlanta partly because she wanted to become a stripper and now she works as a stripper. I think at Strokers. Too. And that's and it's cool. I don't have a problem with stripping. I don't like strip clubs in general, but I don't have a problem with it. It's what it is. Do what you do. Um, but I just feel like people don't understand the culture, and that's why they were criticizing the Google. And I mean, it like, she pays her bills. Like, like, it wasn't no a big nice deal. House, like, like, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, look, whatever. Um, but in general, in sports, and so just getting back to, like, more serious things with sports. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's been happening in the NBA is you had like a lot of games started with people kneeling during the during the national anthem. The, the players have been able to put like different messages. Oh, I know where you're going on the back one. of uh, their jerseys, and um, and my so man. so there have been two instances where players have opted not to kneel during the national anthem in the NBA so far. Mm-hmm. One was uh, the first one was Jonathan Isaacs. He's a black kid. I don't know where he's from. I think they said Haiti. He's from Haiti. Um, and that probably speaks to part of it because that's an ultra-Christian um, country. But part of them also practice voodoo, too. Yeah, but that's it's, the, it's half yeah, and half. But it's but still, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like there are Muslims in China, so it's what True. it is. Um, which is a whole other thing because there's still a human rights shit going on in China. They're slave. They're like yeah, they're concentration communists. Camp. Well, no, they're putting... There's a part of China where there's a... And I can't remember what they're called, but... Is a part of there's a section of China where they they're practice they're Muslim, and they've been basically being mis they've been like mis ostracized by the Communist Party, and they've been put in like concentration camps, basically like re re like re what is that what they call it uh reprocess yeah like kind of like they're trying to reteach you the way that you think you should be like type of thing. Mm. It's basically indentured servitude. This is essentially what it is. It's basically slavery. So that's actually still going on right now. So whatever the case may be. Um, because the NBA got some criticism because apparently one of the schools they had opened out there, they come to find out it was actually a school that was one of the schools that was quote unquote reteaching these people, and, just, and they had to took they they pulled out of China because of that shit. Whatever yeah, the case, well, remember they all got trapped over there for that. Period well, yeah, that was time. yeah, but that was yeah, but they still had sponsorships and shit over there. But apparently they found that out and they had to pull out completely. Yeah, but whatever the case may be. So Jonathan Isaacs did not kneel, but he also didn't wear the Black Lives Matter T-shirt that everybody's wearing too. And so his his reasoning was, he's a Christian and um, something to that effect. Where was his quote? Let me go pull it up. Just so I can make sure I'm misquoting. I don't know. Say, well, because I'm a Christian, but Black Lives Matter. So yeah. Yeah, and then the comments in the mixed reviews of the aftermath I saw was very like, I didn't know how to feel. <clears throat> Because it was like, okay, I see these people's point of view, but then it's just like, damn, you kind of don't want to wish that on somebody, but, you know. He said, black lives and all lives are supported through the gospel. 
We all have things that we do wrong, and sometimes it gets into a place of pointing fingers. We all fall all far short of God's glory, and at the end of the day, whoever will humble themselves and seek God and repent their sins, that we um, could see in a different light. See our mistakes and people's mistakes through a different light. See people's evil in a different light. That will help bring us closer together and get past anything that's on the surface and doesn't really deal with the hearts and men of women, hearts of men and women. Okay, so look, I don't criticize you for your faith, um, your beliefs. I don't. Mm-hmm. But you sound like a fucking fool. I can I cannot have a problem with your belief system and still criti- and still have a response to the, the bullshit you said because. You do realize that the people who hate black people have used that same rhetoric to tell us why we are there. They believe, they've literally twisted the shit that y'all believe you believe in to make it seem yeah. like they're more important yeah. than us. They believe that they are the 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 blessing. They are the chosen race, the so chosen. to speak. They believe that. They believe that God only speaks to them, and that's the reason why. And also, mm-hmm. if you if you look at how history has been told. If you're looking from their perspective, yeah. black people have still been oppressed. We're still viewed as second-class citizens. White people have still had all the advantages of the world built by white people. Mm-hmm. So if you're a person that believes that God um, is on your side, they kind of have all the proof to say that. That's how they. That's what they look at. They're going to say, well, shit, if God really cared about everybody, we wouldn't be in control. That's how they feel. Mm-hmm. Whether that's right or not, that's how they feel. And those are the those are the things they harp on. Well, we must be important. We must be more important because look at how God has treated y'all compared to us. Y'all were our slaves. We well, owned y'all. We still technically own y'all. Like people actually read the Bible. We are. <laughs> I mean, the descendants of Christ is actually black. Everybody. Everybody started in Africa. Let's just get that across. Uh, like, um, if you want to know how, look up Bill Nye's expl- explanation. It's pretty clear. Oh, I love Bill Nye. Love Bill Nye, by the I way. I wish he would get a show back. But you know what? Yes. So look, Jasmine, you are you are you are entitled to your and relig- your beliefs and everything. But I'm also entitled to say you sound like a fucking fool because that to me is because as a Christian, that's a cop out. It's a cop out. Yeah, because I mean, even for me being a Christian, that's you can also recognize when shit is wrong. Blind eye and basically saying like, "Well, I'm gonna leave it to God." Um, because then if, if that was the case, then Martin Luther King could have said the same thing and said, oh, "I'm gonna not. I, I'll leave it to God." Did you? So here's my thing: when you decided you wanted to be an NBA player, mm-hmm. you said, "You know what? I want to play as well." Did you go out there and work? Did you go practice? Did you work out? Did you get better? Or did you say, you know what, God, I want to be a basketball player. You left to God. Did you do that? Did you do that? Or did you do the work? I, I think people don't did you, understand. Did you do the work? Because guess what? You still have to do the work. Yes. The work, wherever that work may be, if that work is you training to be an NBA player, mm-hmm. if that work is for you to be better at whatever career you're in, if you're be- training to be a better singer, because guess, God can bless you with a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You still have to train said voice. If you are best with a talent to act or in, um, a talent to play sports or anything, you still have 
to work. Because faith without works is dead, and that all, is in the Bible. All the God-given talent in the world don't mean a damn thing if you and, ain't. And, if and you God ain't don't operate like that. He needs you to do your end of the bargain before he can come in. And God is not going thing. to if you if your belief is that. God is with you. God is not going to reward you for being lazy. No, he is not. God is not going to re- reward you for sitting on your ass and not doing your part. This is how that works. Right. So, again, and that's quoting from the, the belief system that you believe in, sir. So, like I said, you sound like a fucking fool. The other person I think was Miles Leonard. He didn't, he didn't kneel, but he did at least wear the shirt. Mm-hmm. And his thing was he talking about the military. And my thing is this. And so, yeah. But hold on, hold on. His brother's uh, in the SEALs or whatever the case may be. My issue is this, and I say this, and Bomani actually said this pretty well. I don't care what your reason is for not kneeling. Mm-hmm. That's a choice. But as long as you, like, you can still be with us and choose not to do it because at this point, he made the point to say, look, at this point, kneeling is not a protest. It's a demonstration because mm-hmm. everybody's doing it now. It, it, before it was a protest because y'all had something to lose. You had something to lose. Yep. Now y'all are doing it as a demonstration, which is fine. But if somebody chooses not to kneel, he could have said, "I chose not to kneel because my brothers in the Marines, and I don't want to deal with his attitude when I do. I got to deal with him. And mm-hmm. I don't deal with his mouth, and I don't want to worry about it. So for me and my own fucking speaks of mind, I'm just gonna do it because I don't want to hit his motherfucking mouth. But yes, I still agree that Black Lives Matter, and I'm supporting the whole movement. I just chose not to kneel because that's not the way I choose to do it. Just like LeBron, a lot of people were putting, you know, different sayings on the back of their jerseys and shit like that. First of all, if you put just equality, I'm feeling like you bum because I just, I just eat, cop out and also peace. But Bron chose not to put anything on the back of the shirt, and he's like, I choose not to do that. That's just not like that's not the way I choose to protest. But y'all know me; I use my voice and I use it consistently. So you don't have a way to question what I do. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that, but I'm saying for him, like y'all niggas don't have to quite. I y'all know what I do. Let's be clear. Right. Um, but yeah, just do what you want. Oh, but continue to giant Jonathan Isaacs. Look, I understand because people are petty. People are petty. They are. So a few days after, like two days after this happened, Jonathan Isaacs got injured and tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. So he's out for the season, right? So you know, black people, because niggas. Yep. See, you was talking about you wouldn't take a you wouldn't take a knee and God took your knee for you. Like <laughs> niggas is wrong as shit. And I was I tried look, I laughed at that first because I but it, it was rude. Funny, I thought it about rude. it. It was rude as shit. Y'all wrong. But- <laughs> Y'all wrong as fuck. Y'all fucking wrong. Y'all fucking wrong. I just want to point that out. Y'all niggas is wrong. Well, I mean, like in the old testament, God did tell um Lot's wife not to look back, and when she looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt. So like, y'all niggas is wrong as hell. <laughs> y'all niggas is wrong. I just want to point that out. I just want to get that shit off. All right. So I also want to I want to give a shout out and um prayers up to Biz Marquis, who has been he was um been in the hospital. I don't know if he's battling COVID or not, but oh, he's oh. been sick for he's been in the hospital for a while. Oh. Um. So I hope that he's okay. I hope he pulls through. All right. Um. Because you know. Like one of the first the first videos I remember as a child was you got what I need. Just, just a friend was my shit. We used was to, good too. We but no, just a friend was yeah, the first one I was yeah. like, we used to order that video all the time on the box, like all the fucking time. 
sing that, sing that, sing that goofy ass song. Love yeah. that damn song. Like just it was just it was terrible and great in so many ways. Yeah. Um, prayers up big. Oh, also, irony. Gotta talk about irony as we end this podcast. Mr. Herman Cain passed away recently. Mr. Herman Cain. Um I don't know why I was thinking of Keith Herman, but no. I don't either. But Mr. (laughs) Herman Cain, who was a, a former uh, candidate for presidency, and he's a black man who went to Morehouse, and he's oh, a Republican. Guy. He's oh. a Republican. Um, what was his little? I can't remember what his um, his stances were, but he was. He um, was the one that died of COVID, right? Right. Oh. So, uh, the irony of it is, remember, he was one. Even to the day before he died, his Twitter profile was still um, posting shit saying that COVID is not. You shouldn't wear a mask, and COVID is a hoax. He was one of those people. He was one of those hoax people. He's also one of those people who attended. He's also one of the people that attended that that Tulsa rally that Trump had, where nobody nobody wore masks, and he was in that black section that was like on Twitter. All the blacks for Trump. And uh, yeah, Hmm. right after that, he'd been in the hospital ever since then, and he passed away recently. And what do you got to say about that, buddy? I don't wish. I don't wish death on anybody, but they do say. It works in mysterious ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the joke's on you, sir. Fucking irony. Yeah. Fucking irony. You reap what you sow. Fucking irony. You reap what you sow. But with that being said, we two hours. I'm tired. I think that's all the topics topics I had today. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope everybody has a good weekend. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Um, you can follow the podcast at Down with the King Pod on Instagram. And DWTK Pod on Twitter, Down with the King Podcast on Facebook. You can follow me on TH Real, uh, the Real Will Quay on Twitter, the Real Will K on Twitter. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, fucking, you I'm talking too fast. <laughs> uh, the Real Will K on Twitter and Instagram. That's T H A Real Will K. Uh, you can follow Ashley on that's Ashley K A Y on Instagram, mm-hmm. and Ashley K A Y Evans on Facebook. Yep, yep. Um, also coming soon. There will be a new show featuring Ashley K.A.Y. More to come on that. Um, it'll be a co-production of 2AM um, Media, by the way. Just want to point that out. Blah, blah, blah. Gang, gang. But uh, that being said, is the weekend is my sister's birthday. We is her 30th birthday. Um, so we'll be celebrating her all weekend. And she'll have be getting fun, on my fucking fun. nerves because I don't like her that I much. I got a photo shoot tomorrow. Fabulous. Um, Ashley looks like she's just from the set of set it, um the uh, set of set, set it off no, looking no. like Cleo and shit. Set it off to the left. No, no I don't know, not necessarily Cleo. Um, no. But with that being longer. said, but whatever the case may be, I hope everybody has a good one. Also, I'm glad I don't have to go back to work. I'm off work until Wednesday, so that works too. Um, because I needed a break. So, everybody have a good weekend. Signing off. Till next time, bitches. 